boom, start on the one. Yep. Yeah. We we're just talking. We are, we are, we up, by the way. Welcome to another episode of Don't Overthink It Podcast. I'm your host, Dominican Johnny. Took a two-week hiatus. Uh, everybody had shit to do, and I didn't feel like talking by myself. I was <laughs> I was thinking of doing an episode called Me, 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 Me. But I was like, <laughs> but I was like, nah, fuck it. Who the fuck wants to hear me talking for like even even forty minutes, you know? But um, now we were just talking about that, like with with uh, K Dot's new album and shit. That it's all what one length of the spectrum to another. It's either you really really like it or really really hate it. <clears throat> shit's ridiculous, but <clears throat> very, very polarizing. Yeah, and and it's and like I don't see how people could even judge it within twenty four. I never understood that whole logic of like how are you going to judge an album within twenty four hours of even hearing it is Be- insane because of the type of album that is the current, um, you know, type yeah. of album that's popular. Because nowadays the the hot albums are the filled with club bangers, so you do know if you're going to be able to dance to it or like it right away. And but an album. But I'm gonna make you think you can sit with it. I didn't even talk about it for like at least three or four days because I needed to hear it a few times. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. You can hear his teeth coming through it. And you wouldn't think that him and Kodak would blend like that, but they work. That's a good chemistry. It made me even look at Kodak different. It made me look at Kodak different too. Like, oh shit. You wonder if Kodak like a nephew? Say what now? It made me think, shit, is, is Kodak his nephew? Because that seems to be like, <laughs> is, is it family ties too? Is, is, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like maybe he's exactly somebody, if I didn't know that they were related, I'd be like, what's he doing shit with him for? And it's the same type of vibe with, with Kodak. It's like, it, it don't exactly make sense on paper, but. Musically you know, it does, yeah. But, but that's, that's the worst thing you can do is think you know what Kendrick is thinking. Hey, good good thought too. And I also think that like Kodak Black is like his trap spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> trap music. A lot of people can't get to his the Haitian accent. That's what it is. It's his accent. That's not like a lot of people saying, you know me, I'm the voice guy. So. Yeah. But you hear how he rides it? And he does that all the time, believe it or not. Yeah, I mean, Kodak's not really for me, but I look, I look at it from uh, the standpoint of a lot of times we'll, we'll take our conscious, quote-unquote, type artist for, uh, for, for granted as being just that mindset when they have somebody like Kendrick has so many other different types of influences. Like, yeah, like a lot of times I'll hear, you know, artists who you would think is so like militantly just conscious type and they're like, nah, I like all kinds of like, you know, 
designer and all kinds of, you know, like shit that we, we clown because they look at it from a, a musical perspective. Like the way that these young cats do this mumble shit to them, they appreciate the melodic, uh, you know. Okay, keep going, keep going because I got there. They, I, I got they appreciate the melodic, you know, forte that they bring to the table that isn't completely. Um, you know, driven by lyrics and bars or whatever that that we O-heads listen for, they are looking for vibe. Yes, and we have jaded brain. We're we're musical hip hop boom bap snobs, so I think that's what kind of hinders our ears. Whereas the and young cats, we're stuck in an era where you had to have so many elements work simultaneously in order to get a finished product, and this new era has kind of cut out the middleman and said we don't have to have like perfect production uh engineering bars concepts chorus and this new generation is like yo can i vibe to it if you if i can vibe to it then i'll worry about all that other shit later Later. and 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 that's that's definitely now that might not lead to longevity but this isn't uh error that is worried about longevity this is an error that is instant gratification and the instant um you know melody and vibe check that they're going for now is set you know seven song albums you know 30 20 minute you know eps two minute songs and they don't apologize for that and i respect that because it's their thing that's their thing, and they stick. They're sticking to their guns. You know what I mean? That's that's what they are bringing to the table. And I'm sure somebody who has a wider range of respect for musical palette, like Hendrix, he just says, "All right, I'm gonna pull him for this type of thing I'm going for here." And that doesn't mean that that's now what I'm what I'm about. I can be about all these other things too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. I think that's what kind of jades us. But also, too, though, I guess when they're musicians and they hang around with other musicians, they're in totally different rooms where we're, we're quote unquote, worker bees. We're nine to fivers and shit like that. We don't have the luxury of going into these different rooms and dealing with different minds. We kind of are stuck in the same little clock in, go to something, go to like, well, not now because we run our own shits. But either way, we're still stuck in the same kind of zones. And then we're just we just like what we like. And then sometimes our brains won't let us venture off and like different shit or we just haven't been privy or haven't had the luxury to go in different environments to where we might be in an environment where that is a, more appreciated than what we're used to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the main thing that I always kind of looked at it as like, for example, like um, before I started going out and shit like, you know, like fuck is this clubby shit like the puffy era the shiny suit era like what the fuck do y'all seeing that start going out start living a nightlife a little bit and flirting flirting with females and going out to clubs and have a little drinky drink and shit and you'll see it'll it'll make you like it and and that is and that is why even when it's not for me i just try to be like okay it's not for me as, as opposed to now that's horrible and why would you do that because i don't when I'm listening to music, I am I'm listening for different things. I'm not, you know, trying to like. I'm not at the always clubbing, or I'm not taking pills and doing all this shit. These yeah. crazy guys just doing. You know what I mean? Like it's a totally different type of music for 
see, it's different because, like, when you had pothead music in the 90s, <laughs> it didn't feel like the vibe was different. But pill popping music, the vibe is so much different. It's a slower, not think vibe. But, like, pothead music, you would think would have changed, like, what the, the, the melody of the vibe is, but it, it didn't. It was just bars about. It wasn't a different vibe about weed, um, unless you, and and, and and at least not in East Coast. Now, okay, when you got okay, and when you got to like Cypress Hill, when you got to other you. things like that, that's when it would be more, uh, like nobody, you know, not many people can recite many, you know, hip hop quotables from Be Real, but you knew how you felt when you listened to it. Yep, and you all and you all know hits from the bong, or when you hear. Matter of fact, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Or when you hear this, you know exactly what the uh, what or who the fuck is about to rhyme. Let me see. Cypress Hill. I know the name of the song. I'm gonna play you this. When you hear these horns, you're gonna know exactly who the fuck it is and what's coming on. Even though you might not be able to recite bars from them. But once you hear this, you'll be like, oh, that's my shit. And, and that's funny that me and you, we were lucky enough to see this motherfucker 10 feet in front of our faces. Yeah. Do, do the classics, even though Send Dog wasn't there. But God damn it, we got to see it. I got to see him do a killer man in front of my face. That bucket list right there, that wasn't even a real bucket list. When you hear we these. We were robbed by them. Exactly. Yeah. You was about to play. Yep. Yep. Once yep. you hear that, you know exactly who the fuck yep. you're about to hear. That shit was so, oh my god! I was like, I never heard no shit like this in my life. Yep, shout out to Mugs. Dude, listen to that shit, and you don't even get high, and this shit will still make you feel like this is what still, getting high must feel like. And then that voice, eat your heart out, Drake. He was singing before you. <laughs> Yo, we were all robbed by that. Um, we were all robbed by what? That makes verses on it. Oh, the verses, the verses. Yeah, they just they just had the verses against Onyx, but nobody seen that shit. But like eighteen people who paid for it. Yeah, because it was a, a it was behind the paywall instead of doing it on Instagram Live like they always used to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what they they were the, there was uh, B Row was complaining about that, saying that they kind of like stonewalled them and shit, or they kind of like just didn't. Like, because I don't think not they the main knew event. That yeah, man, when they signed up for it, exactly. Onyx said the same thing, so yeah, listen to this. shit you know, this is on my playlist. Shit. And I think they, though, they got boxed into the, like, oh, they're the stoner rappers. Or right. Snoop kind of did, but not really. And Method Man and Red Man, they were the weed rappers, so to speak. But these guys took it to other other levels. And then them being Spanish, too. And then, which means they can dip into that world if they wanted to a little bit. And Send Dog is straight Cuban. So they could dip. Oh, no, he's Chicano. I don't know which one is the Cuban, though. I don't know if it was be real. One of them is Mexican and one of them is Cuban. But they could dip into so many different types of bags and shit. You know? 
Jesus. Very versatile. Yep. Very, very. And I think after this album, was this in the Black Sunday? Yeah, this was Black Sunday. Yeah. <clears throat> after this one, though, I think they went a little too left. They kind of, or maybe just hip hop just didn't, maybe hip hop was changed slightly and they, they didn't change in the way that, I don't know, most people would have thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Their follow-ups were a little, it was dicey. It was, there was some, still some, you know, some solid shit there, but it wasn't as uh, a consistently dope product like yeah. the first. Yeah, or they but just went off on their own shit. That's a classic. That's an absolute classic. Yeah. Or like this shit from the uh, Friday soundtrack. The roll it up, light it up. Mm-hmm. But don't get it twisted. Everybody, you might think. Or the average East Coaster or whatever that hears them, I'll be like, oh, these just weed rappers. Like, they suck us. Yeah, all right. Run up on Be Real. That's an essay if you ever seen one, boy. And he's backed by all of them. All of them Mexican gangs. Good luck. <laughs> Shit. Yep. You better show that motherfucker respect. They were saying that when he was going through with Cube that that was about to be a whole, another whole black Mexican war over there over Ice Cube this and them and vice versa. I was like, Shit. So, well, thank God that yeah, shit never happened. Know. Yeah, you never know. That's what I'm saying, man. I was just like, Ooh, shit. <clears throat> but anyways, yeah, as far as how many listens have you given to the uh, the, the K-Dot? I listened to it at least like half a dozen times. You have? Good for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for the dick riding phase to get by still. I, I gave it one good solid straight through. But I had it on shuffle, so, but I was making sure that I didn't just hear the same songs over and over and shit. So, I mean, I still got to still digest that's it, to be honest with you. Huh? That's sacrilege. You can't listen to a K-Dot album. I know, and, and my stupid it, ass... It's meant to be heard in, in in complete form. That's why, like, I remember the first time when, like, that's how old we are, man. I remember when Spotify was just getting hot and they put out... Uh, Compare butterfly on it before it released on Apple, and I remember thinking, I ain't, I ain't trying to listen to it jumbled up. You got to hear that shit in sequence because yeah. it they do like tell a story sometimes. Now it's not as like a conceptually storytelling like Compare butterfly with like skits that run from A to Z throughout the album, but it's still chronologically and you know intentional, I believe. So I feel like. uh it's definitely an album you have to listen to in order and let like sit with you and kind of respect that he. It's, my bed, my brother. It's really, really intentional. Uh, yeah. What up? It, uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before we get started, am I coming in clearly? Yes, for the first fuck. <laughs> we were hoping to clown the shit out of you. God damn it. <laughs> nah, I'm on the couch tonight. I'm, I'm hurt. Oh, word. Shit, my back was hurting, man. I, I, when I moved all that shit, me and my brother, shit. I yeah. took a Tylenol extra strength joint before I started it, so I wouldn't, <laughs> in anticipation of the back pain I was going to have. But Word. Yeah, we, we were just... What y'all discussing, my bad. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, we, we were like about 15 minutes in. We ain't shit. We was just, you know, cutting it up about, uh, you know, certain topics and things. But right now, we talking about, like, how many good listens we gave to the, uh, to the K-Dot album. And I'm like... Uh, Vinny heard it. I see it at least a half a dozen times. I only heard it maybe one good time. That's it. I only heard it one good time too. Word. Yeah. 
I like I say I, I get I want to get past the dick riding phase. You know what I mean? I don't like listening yeah. to it because everybody's telling me to. I'm I'm a rebellious I'm a rebel like that. I was like, man, I'll listen to that shit on my own time. Right. Fuck all y'all saying, Oh, you gotta go and listen to it. you gotta hear. Did you hear what he said? I'll hear what he said on my terms. You know what I mean? Because I don't like that. When everybody's opinions are all flying around about some shit, it, it, it clouds your judgment. You know what? Out of two, the two of you, every time y'all say something, I'm like, damn, they sound just like me. Like, we <laughs> might be the perfect blend. Because I be feeling that way, too. I try not to do that. We're quintessons, man. We're the like, three-headed monster. We're quintessons. <laughs> yo, oh, the quintessons was dope. <laughs> I got, I got, I got, I got PTSD though because I don't like the way they did it in the Transformers Five. Uh, Vinny, you you good for never jumping on the Transformers train because you would be mad they ruined it. Yeah, there's enough other thing Hollywood ruins up for me. I, I'm glad Transformers ain't one of them. <laughs> Paramount is Sony now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Param- Paramount is Sony as far as like what they did to Transformers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got you, got you. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I like. Uh, I like. We started talking about the the put the nigga on me like huh. that that joint with Kodak and it just sound like he's yeah. rhyming through his teeth. But that that's that's what I started on and shit. And I like the chemistry and how Kodak was riding that shit, man. He was riding that beat like right. a motherfucker. And it makes you like be like, damn, are we missing something? And I was like, you know, Kodak is probably his his trap spirit animal. You know what I mean? <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, but, I cannot get into that. I cannot get into the trap stuff at all. I can in certain I, can, I cannot. See? I mean, I don't want to say trap. I don't want to say trap. I want to say these, these new cats. I cannot get into it That's what all. we talk about, too. You you have the same. We we have jaded uh, boom bap snob brain when it comes to that. Is, that is 100% accurate. <laughs> yeah, I was saying how I think Kendrick just kind of like appreciates the the vibe element that he brings that is how he's looking at it instead of the you know bars he knows like that's not what he's going to get from Kodak but he, he appreciates the, the musical element that he's probably trying to pull from him but well yeah that's that's what I was going to say I like about the album is that uh he can put styles and and different people on there that I might not particularly be fond of true. but I can deal with it yeah absolutely it, it, it's digestible there there yeah, yeah, and when you hear it with an artist you like, there's a but there's a couple of East Coasters that do that that they do how to expand to different things. Some of it though, I think they did it on bit for business purposes for marketing, and then some of them though they did it because they genuinely vibed out. Like for example, um, Jay Z jumping on the high remix. I think that was straight a money business play. Like okay, the South is starting to bubble and shit. I want that market. Let me jump on that remix. And then the year before that, oh, about about us the shit down here to these New Orleans niggas. Let me jump on that remix. And what are they going to say? I, no to Jay-Z? I hate every time Jada Kiss does it. I, <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was I hate just it. about to say that. I swear, I swear every time the locks or Jada Kiss tries to do a, uh, some shit with Future or somebody, it just feels like, hey, kids, are we cool? Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't like it at all. The only one that I think he wrote it good, but that's because the beat was more East Coast-ish, was uh, Bone Crusher Never Scared Remix with Cam and Jada. That like, one, really they got, all wrote that shit. Lovely. But that was before, that was before this time, South. though. That was before the full takeover, but they was starting. They was already starting to take over. The South was. Yeah. They've held that motherfucker, too, since about, what, 2000 and 
let me see 50 cent era was 2003 and four and going into five then the snap and little john and the so crunk 2007 era. maybe 2006 2007 yeah because it was a good little blend because 50 he kind of rhymed like a down south rapper when you think about it now how his bop and his cadences and shit on some most songs he was rhyming like a down south rapper he said it himself too like he just switched the flow up the down south bounce flow and shit he's one of the few people out. east coasters that did it successfully speaking of which let me ask you all that let's do this quick little topic then um Best East Coast rappers that can rhyme over down south beats and do it effortlessly, and, and it doesn't seem like a reach. <laughs> I already got two. Uh, Cam for sure. Okay. Uh, but Cam can rhyme to anything, clearly. And that's what makes a true MC. You're right. Um, and I'll say, uh, I'll say Jay. I mean, but that's a given. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm, I'm trying to think of somebody. I know there's one more. Yeah. Go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. To me, Jay, but to me, Jay is one of the best at rhyming. His fl- rhyme patterns, his bounce is like bar yeah. none, which is why he's up, 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 upper echelon, even though to like the quote unquote purist, he might have done some suspect shit, but fuck that. On overall, Jay is... He's he's him. he's it. You know what I mean? He's the best at rhyming right. shits. Even even like who would the fuck he could do some unbelievable like rhyme over the Annie beat and shit over over that hard knock life shit. And then he could also turn around and do all them weird Timberland beats that at the time when it was doing that crossover phase when everybody was doing the puffy sample in eighties records and he just said fuck that I'm gonna yeah. get with this Virginia dude and we'll rhyme over these weird ass Missy Elliott beats. And do it with effortlessly, like nigga, what nigga, who? Like when you heard that shit, you was like, "What the fuck is that?" Think about it the first yeah, time you ever well, heard nigga, was, what nigga, who. But that was his, that was his lane before you know uh, the '96 J. He was always like I remember early J. Well, he was uh, an East Coaster. Yeah, he was an East Coaster. And he, but he used to, he used to do the uh, fast tongue twist. Well, with the early nineties, yeah, yeah, well, early nineties. I think by the time so he was it, able to adapt to that, well, yes. But that's what I'm saying. I think he's the king of adapting to every one good. But the only time I say he rhymed over some south shit and it was absolutely horrible to me in my mind, and I, I guess it was a money play or Khaled forced him to do it, was that I got the keys shit where you could tell Future was just like, all right, this ain't my <laughs> shit. I'm just gonna say the hook. I got the keys, keys, keys. I got the keys, keys. That's literally all he said in the song. Like this is really a Jay Z song. Trying to rhyme over down south beat, and I was just like, "Ugh, that one was just <laughs> like that." They do not mesh. Those two do not mesh. Future I'll be honest, I don't think I've ever heard a, uh, an entire Future song in its entirety. I, I've never oh, man. heard a Future song he start ones, and though. finish. Listen to March Madness. I've never That's heard anything. To, just listen to March Madness. That's it. That beat and the way he rides it is ill. Nas tried to rhyme on that. He did like a remix of March Madness, and I was like. Let's go. This ain't you. <laughs> it was. It just wasn't him. But when Future rhymes over certain things, and you got to be in a certain mood for his shit, it, it makes sense. You know what I mean? And he's kind of like in that. Well, I kind of do it mentally. Put him in that Kid Cudi bag, where like the first time you heard Kid Cudi, I thought I was gonna hear a rap album when I first heard Man on the Moon, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I threw it out. Yo, Kid Cudi is sacred, though. Bro. I chucked like, him. I... No, I chucked him the first time I heard him. I was like, "Who the fuck is?" I'm expecting a rap album 
and I had to get in yeah, my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The times are changing. And then yeah. when I heard, what was the other song? Shit, and I got to pull up his discography. Um, I just heard some more shit of his, and I was like, oh, I get it now. Because then I heard 808s and Heartbreaks, and I heard him singing the, and my head keeps spinning, can't stop having these visions. I got it. That yeah. one. And I was like, oh, yeah. so he's like a singer, Ronnie. This is before it was a thing. This yeah. is when you still, there was a distinct between singer and rapper. You know what I mean? The only rapper singer was Ja Rule. And then at that time, 50 Cent made that seem corny. So. Ain't that crazy? Did he try to make that corny and then. Did the exact same thing. He was singing later. Exact same thing. Ain't that funny? I remember <laughs> Ja was on the Breakfast Club and he said that. He was like, they, he literally told you that cornflakes was disgusting and then he fed you cornflakes. Yep. Like it was just like that. He was like, he literally told you that. Oh, all we do is sing over shit, and then what does he do? Literally the same thing. That just <laughs> let me know when shit was just fake as fuck. But at that point, though, Ja Rule was just so flooded that it was like everybody was tired of it. It was getting ready. It was ready for something to topple that or knock that out the way. I was bougie in the early two thousands, man. I didn't. I didn't like most of that stuff. Me neither. I ain't his first album. His first album was ill. I was banging that hard body. <laughs> The first one, but that uh, was Vinny Vettavici, the first one, the first job. Ja oh, oh, holla, oh, holla. Ja, yeah, but that was, man. but that was before he started doing any of that shit. That's true. Yeah, I love, I love Jaws that, first couple albums. The, the first album was was Rough Riders, like esque. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Still yeah. hard. Irv Gotti going for it. Yeah, over, uh, yeah. Where Irv Gotti, man, and yeah, holla, holla. The uh, that, the joint with him and Bleak. The uh, I can see it in your eyes. That ships. He had a lot of dope ones, and he was doing like singing the hooks, but he wasn't going all out with it. Right. Then when you heard uh, everything between me and you, then I was like, oh, okay, it was a cool record. You know what I mean? It wasn't something that I'd particularly go for, but I was like, I understood it yeah. right, between me and you. And then when I heard, what would I be without you? And then when that just started getting played all <laughs> over the place, I was like, okay, I'm getting tired of this guy. But he did have the, the one joint on it that was ill was Six Feet Underground. That was the shit. Oh yeah, man, that was insane. But it just depends with him. Like he just started getting a little too played out. That's all. I still laugh every time I hear Buster Rhymes on the um the Hail Mary remix with him when when he was. I think about what it's like. What would it be without you? Exactly. Listen, I'm gonna tell you what, man. Like I said, the early 2000s was hit or miss for me. It was a confusing time, man. A lot of shit was changing. I mean, the dips. I love the dipset movement. I love that. Oh, because they but had even the soul that, samples. After yes. a while, just kind of yeah. Everything was getting but, super, super, super saturated, and everybody was still trying to chase the puffy wave. But even then, like puffy peaked in like 98, 99. Like after No Way Out, that second I, album, everybody was like. You're getting a little too too happy. I feel like, ironically, the uh, the the mixtape error really hurt the industry as well because as yeah. as it was for you know getting artists to put content out without the label um, you know permission and shit like that. I always thought like, how could your album be as as dope as it's supposed to be if you're writing hundreds of songs a year that are throwaways? Like, yeah. as opposed to focusing and zeroing in on the cream of the crop for your album. Like, hmm. I always felt like once once you went down, once because not everybody was doing it. After they seen 50 and, and, and some other artists, like, 
using the mixtapes to really like put their shit out there. A lot of artists started doing it, putting out albums less. Okay. And when they did the album out, then all of a sudden it's like, eh, how much of your how much of your hottest you know bars did you waste on mixtapes that you would have like poked streamlined in on on your album? Yeah. Mm. I didn't yeah. look at it like yeah. that. That's a that's damn a good point. I didn't even think of that. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that either. I didn't like the mixtape era either. So hold on, let me get this straight. You were you were saying that that they wasted so many songs, like they made so many songs. Let's say let's say for an album they got coming out, their rollout would let's say their their album is like 12, 13 songs, but they made twenty two. So you're saying that they kind of like threw think the about throwaway it. ones to the to like promo think about it. it. Think about any album pretty much that's ever come out from any artist ever. I guarantee you every single Nas, Jay, Black Thought, whatever album that they put out that has any number of songs on it, there's at least 10 that were cut. Okay. But in the mixtape era, there's yeah. nothing that's cut. It's all getting put out. And then you have to, and you're putting, you're trying to make the hottest mixtape with as many high tracks on it as possible to get your name, keep your name buzzing and in people's mouths. And then how many songs are left on the chopping room floor if you putting out that much content as opposed to if all you're focused on for a, a let's say a year was working on one album then all the songs that you wrote that year you narrow that shit down to 12 tracks yeah you put it out on the album okay it's going to be 12 fire ass fucking tracks but if you're putting out one even just one album but a fucking run of mixtapes through the year and every three months you put out a mixtape and you got six six products that you put out that year, how many fucking songs are diluted throughout the space of that year that would have been 12 fire bangers on one fucking album? Right. See, I look at it. That's yeah, true. I look at it, I look yeah. at it kind of differently, too, though, because I always looked at, to me, well, it depends on what kind of mixtape we're talking about, too, because DJ Dramas, his Gangsta Girls was solely focused on one MC doing a whole bunch of songs, right? Yeah, I did like those. But, the clue ones was just a variety of all different exclusives. Song. You didn't I mean don't, those. I don't mean, yeah, I don't mean those. You meant I the ones mean, where it's a singular like artist a doing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, when you're putting out like a whole a whole album of just one person, because that's so much music. And a lot yeah. of times those mixtapes were longer than people's albums. Well, because I'm they could. There was no limit. Live. There was no limit. But this is what I always liked. And, and I think, Bruce, you probably agree with me around the DJ Clue era and everything. Didn't you love... You got to hear the original, like, uh, the Ghostface song. Shit. It was on Bulletproof Wallets that they had the original sample, the uh, David Axelrod sample on the mixtape one because you didn't have to worry about clearing it. And then when you hear the yeah. keyboard version on the album, you're like, yeah. Word. I know what you're talking about. Um, I'm playing um, I'm playing it. Fuck it. Fuck y'all. I'm playing it. <laughs> <laughs> I know the name of the. It's, 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 it's on the tip of my strawberry? tongue. I don't, it's the one. It had a, a lot of them on there. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look it up right now. But that's what I kind of liked. Um, those albums for was for that. Well, here's the thing with me. I probably sound super bougie because I didn't like the mixtape era for this reason alone. All right, and it literally kept me away from buying mixtapes. Did you ever hear, like you said, you hear an original song with the sample and it's fire? Yes. And then the album version is trash. Mm -hmm. or or not even trash it just ain't as good or hearing something on a mixtape that had terrible quality and you couldn't get it anywhere else that was torture for me yo yeah 
No, it ain't this one. This is strawberry. This is the same. Yeah, that's that's my joint right there. Fire. You know, you know what else? I'm probably really alone on this one. But I also, <laughs> Lonely yeah, Island. <laughs> I, I know I'm alone on this one, but I also hate it. <laughs> I also hate it hearing singles before the album came out in any aspect because it would get played. And then by the time I heard it on the album, it, it's like I didn't even want to hear it no more. Well, that's your trailer. That's your trailer. That's, yes, and, that's and your trailer that's, theory. That's like the pre- that's the precursor. That's the yeah. precursor to the trailer fucking you know shit. Whoever not listening, want to listen to trailers because if you heard um, like fucking this is let's it. say with like Kendrick, like yeah. me and my favorite songs, "We're Wild Steppers." Like if I had heard that on a mixtape before it came out, then okay, then the new joint drops, and now it's like I don't even want to hear that shit because I already heard it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. I want to listen to different mixtapes. Okay, you know what? I I can dig that because that's that was gonna be my next point. I hate it. When, uh, say, like a DJ Clue tape, you would hear a freestyle, but then that freestyle would end up on somebody's, or end up on an album. That yeah, like a verse on an album, and it, that, it did, it took away from the song for me all the time, you know? Right. Kind of, yeah. Beanie Siegel was notorious for that, and so was Jay Z, because remember, we was talking about, we was doing our list of the best freestyles. The one verse ended up being, um, uh, shit. I will be uh, Kingdom Come. It ended up being the verse Step Inside the Booth, yeah. Superman is Alive. Ended up being Kingdom Come. And I was like, oh shit. This is the song I was talking about. Now, listen to this keyboardy ass. Oh, now, yeah. You know the original Clue versions, right? Yeah. I'm, looking, I'm gonna find it right now. See, this one is like they couldn't clear the sample, so now we have to do like a keyboardy version of now it. Now you can't even now you can't even do that. You I can't know. even play a mixtape. They literally, they no, that piff. You could still get away with that shit. I don't know how that piff is up and running, and they haven't been hit with thirty-five million lawsuits. They still have all of those <laughs> original mixtapes on there. No, they do, they do. <laughs> Ghostface Killer Flowers Clue version, because you could just type that in, and it'll it'll come up. But the uh, the sample of that shit when we heard that well, album, to- go ahead. I don't know how they got it, how they get away with that either. Because I, I, when I went to school for music, yo, they were saying my my uh, professor was saying that even the barbershop is supposed to pay for the music that they play. Fuck out of here! So if you you go straight up, if you're sitting in the barbershop and they're playing music, if um, ASCAP or e, or BMI come after them, they gotta you gotta give up you know a couple cents for that. That's crazy. You're not. You're not about? allowed. What to if you're play? playing it off of YouTube? You're not well, allowed. There wasn't to, no YouTube back then, but but you're not allowed to play music as a part of your business aesthetic. Oh, okay. Okay. Without paying, so that's how they looked at the barbershop. Like, oh, you in you in here using the music as part of your business? You know what? And that's probably that's probably like um i bet you like buffalo wild wings is supposed to be paying nfl for showing games because you know like how they say at the end like you know can't use this without yeah yeah they do they probably have a contract with them to play it on their monitors yeah here goes the original version fellas listen to this shit the original version yeah 
Is that Nautilus or am I wrong? Am I sampled them? See me in the club, got a gun on my leg. Select paper and invade all the illest niggas. Tally up, paint your life, crew me. Yeah, it sounds like it's pitched up. Bob James. Bob James, that's who it was. But they use Nautilus for they uh, sold the 500. Yeah. But listen to that shit and then think about the other keyboardy one. It sounded like a throwaway puffy record. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a whole different song. That's what I'm saying. That's what I always liked. Um, clue, clue tape. Because like, he would always have like, the original. Did you ever hear? Did you ever have, hear the original version of "What's Really Good" from the Dipset with the actual "Coming to America" Joffrey Jofer thing? Yep, 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 yep. I mean, that was. I'm guessing they couldn't clear it, so they kind of recreated it, did a rendition. But yep. I didn't even think they could do that. Yeah, you can. You could. You could do in what they call an interp- interpolation. Because I think it's interpolation it, or interp- it derivatives and stuff like that. Yeah, that's one thing. Track master. It's master. tricky, man. Yeah, because they said if you switch up a little chord of it, that you could you could get away with. Or if you play it over and you skip two notes, then you're you golden because it's still not the same know. original cadence. Yeah, yeah you could. I've seen what happened to Robin Thick and, and Pharrell. Oh, I don't, that was exact biting. They just straight up <laughs> bit that shit. That was just like just like the original of uh of uh y'all ever heard it? I will play it if y'all never heard it. The uh Tupac, Red Man, Method Man, Inspector Deck, Corrupt. Oh yeah, Gas. yeah, yeah. Like they yeah, said, like uh, they bleeped out. It's funny. They let him say nigga all over through the song, but they bleeped out mm-hmm. when Method Man said like Hitler sticking up Jews with German Lucas. Wow. Oh yeah, Go yeah, figure. yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> Go figure. And I finally heard Without though it took doubt. me years, and I just now heard the the uh, the Inspector Deck verse on that. I'm just now hearing that. I'm I'm a little late, but it is what it is. Inspector Shit. Deck is highly slept on. Oh yeah, he's the he's the uh, MC opener. He's the uh, the the Wu Tang's opener. Let me see, what was I gonna pull up? He, he could be the closer. That too. That too. Now I always look at like a Mephora or like a, a Ray for that. For some reason, I always look at like Ray to me is a is a dope closer, and uh, who's another who's another Wu Tang good closer? Yeah, I always Capadonna, Capa too. I twist thoughts from the heart, fill my notes, loop my voice on R- the LP. Riz is a good closer too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Vinny, I blew your mind when we went on. I think we was headed. I forget what concert we was headed to, but I played you this and you had never heard it, and. uh let me see if Bruce, if you've ever heard this, because he was like, hold up, what the fuck is that? Remember Vinny, we was driving the highway to Philly? Yo, who flipped the Wizards beat like that? No, that's this is Castlevania. Crazy. It's literally called Castlevania. Is it? Yeah. That's crazy. That's not like Doom. Yeah. Nope. They're from Cali. Two dudes from Cali. And they never made it, made it. Smack fire in a nigga like a Ride you a nigga with the roundhouse kick. Thaw out rabbits wanna act all cold. They vegetables, mix for whack casserole. Chicken that is Oh yeah, they using all the Castlevania. Okay. Your pets roll, can't roll with me. Evidently, they hard to see your MVP. Side you go Super pimp on the whole stroll. Your money don't rise. I'm rap doctor shows that mean all soul. Y'all get shooting. 
Yeah, I like that. I like, um, I wish we did that more. Yeah. Like, I know there's, I know there's mad boom bappers out there. We just don't know who they are. And then listen to what they say right here, the hook. This rap shit be the code of life. It's like, damn, damn, Yeah. Yeah, that Konami code. Yeah. That's the Tyson code. No, it's Contra. That was a Contra code. Yeah, it was the Konami code. They, yeah. they use it for most of the stuff. Yeah. 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 I put Vinny onto them way back in like, it had to be 2014, maybe 13. Yeah, this had to have been either on the way to the Roots picnic or one of them Philly trips we went, maybe to go see Jedi Mind Tricks in RA that time. But yeah. I was like, and you never heard of them, but it's a Cali group called You and I. There was a. They should have been side to good music, but I don't know what happened. But it was a uh, Y O and Thursday, and and now uh, uh, Thursday changed his name to King Thursday, and he works with Dr. Dre now, so he's probably one of his writers. So, so let me ask y'all this: hmm. If you had to pick two years, your your favorite two years of hip hop, what would they be? Do they have to be consecutive? Ooh. Nah. Oh, good twist, Vinny. Damn, you thought of that quick, didn't you? As a matter, of, <laughs> as a matter of fact, since, since it's not, they're not consecutive, three years. Give me three years. It's three favorite oh. years of hip hop. Because in that way, you can, it can branch out through generations if possible. Oh, that's fine. That's that's easy then. Um, no, it's not easy actually. No, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I was just about to say, no, it ain't. 93, 94, I'll put those two consecutively because that's when hip hop was changing from the. Uh, it started going slowing down a little bit and what we were talking about last time when it started going from more conscious to more street and witty those two years because that was the year snoop dropped the best album ever one of the best albums ever and the chronic came out followed by illmatic then then the big i call it the 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 hip-hop east coast pushback to the west it that was, you know, the Nas, Wu-Tang, Mob Deep, those three albums. Tribe Called Quest Woo! and 30, Midnight Marauders and 36 Chambers dropped the same fucking day. And that was 93, boy. That was 93, 94. I would combine those two. I would combine those two. And the other one, I'm wondering, do I want to pay homage to the, to the back time or do I want to go a little bit more forward? Because then I would say probably like Eminem... Eminem, uh, Marsh around the Marshall Mathers LP, hip hop was in a good, good. I, I look at it as a whole. That was like, like two thousand one. All of it was yeah. in a good space. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would say around that time, hip hop was in a good space. It was way more commercialized. Punisher was out around. Well, no, he had just died in two thousand. But it was yeah. around that time. I would, I would go around that. Oh shit! What is this? Damn! When you get yeah, you, YouTube, play something. Listen to the bass. Or I could say 93, 94, and 1998, because that was Hard Knock Life, Cannabis, it was Hard Knock Life, it was Cannabis, it was Big Punisher, it was, even though it was just one song, Lord Tariq, Peter Guns, Camp Below, all of them. Don Carter Gina came out Don Carter Gina, too, give or take, yep, yep. Yeah, I would say 98. That was when hip-hop really went out. Pete Rock Soul Survivor came out in 98. Yep. Uh, Puffy yeah. No Way Out. That, it, say what y'all want. Victory and all that shit came out around that yeah. time. 98 is also Okuminai, 
Dark as Hell is Hot. Dark as yes. Hell. There it is. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, 98. 93, 94, and 98. A Quimini. Woo! Yeah. My mind warps and bends. Count to 10. <laughs> Meet the twins. Andre Ben, welcome to the Lions Den. Yeah. A ridge and no skin, man. He man, man, he man. Yeah. Look again. What you got, Vinny? All right, first one. I can tell um, he's looking up something. He's really trying to. Like, really, <laughs> I'm really, the top of your head, just a little cone, just at the top. Because <laughs> I'm trying to go later and not just be stuck in high school, but it's really hard not to just be. Because it was, I mean, that they called it the Golden Air Force. But that's the errors that define and kind of sculpted us and makes us who we yeah. are and gives us the ear that we have, though. So, I mean. I mean, yeah. like, number one, obviously, it has to be. Reggie Noble. I mean, that was 94, right? Yep. Uh, Red Man was 93. Yeah. What, the album was 90? No, no that was 92. Uh, what, the album was 92. Yeah, there's, there's, 92. there's a dark side. Was that 90? That was 94. 94. Yep. 94 is my one because that's, you know, that's Ready to Die, that's Elmatic, that's Southern Playlistic, that's mm-hmm. Hard Earn, that's yeah, David. heard this too, by the way, that's, while you're thinking. Go ahead. So, 94 first. Okay. You hear the Estelle flip? Bruce? This is that same group, you and I. I'm going to send you their mixtape, the the link to it. Trust me, you're missing out on a lot of shit. But they took Estelle saying, I want to see L.A. from her song, American Boy. Yeah. And they did this. Crazy. See, but I don't want to force it down your throat like people be forcing Kendrick down people's throats. Nah, just listen <laughs> to it at your own time. I'll leave you the link sitting there, and you could just work with it when you want. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, go 90, ahead. I'm sorry, Vinny. 93. That's that's, that's Woo. That's Midnight Marauders. That's Doggy Style. That's uh, Boom Return to Boom Bap. That's Answer the Stage, which is one of the most underrated albums. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Was that Slaughterhouse come out 93, too? Master yeah. A, Master A Slaughterhouse? Was yeah, that 93 or 92? 93. It was 93. That's it. That was boom-bap um, for all of us. <laughs> he said Into the Stage, bro. Woo! Yeah, man. Uh, 95. Liquid Swords. So mm. 93, 94, 95. Mob Deep Infamous. Return to 36 Chambers. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, Big L, Lifestyle Support and Dangerous. I thought that was like oh. 92. That's 95. Really? Yeah, 95. Damn. Yep. That was and 95. This little shit. album called. Yo, do you remember Big L's album called The Roots? Remix? Yeah. The Roots, Do You Want More? 95. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah, 95 was it. And I'm pretty. Damn, do all y'all oh. agree with me on this? The, the one beat on The Roots joint. The very first time you heard Dice Wrong when he was 15 years old on on Do You Want More? Do you remember the beat when it was just nothing but them doing the beatbox? Yep. I mean, I miss I miss those days with um just the the crazy like experimental shit like the beatboxing with Razel and mm-hmm. what was it? Uh Razel versus um whatchamacallit? Um Oh yeah, yeah. Um, where they did, did um, where they did the the DJ that they what had. What's called? I forget. I forget what it was called. Um, I'm gonna look it up because I can't. I can't. Yeah, terrible for that. Yeah, but um, yeah, they had so much. Yup. 
Do you know how I used to zone out with the lights off, just seeing the lights from the from the damn stereo banging this shit? Like, yo, what the fuck? That's a good yes. time right there. That's yes. a good time right there. Question versus Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this yeah. is when they had a point to prove. That was the only one outside the right who was there. on the roof. And Hold I remember up. just Say like, again? why this is the world? I think you was the only one other person I knew who was on to the roof. And I remember <laughs> thinking, like, why isn't everybody losing their shit out of the group? I was everybody else was a dick rider because back then everything it, 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 it was based on Yo MTV raps they and what gets played, and we didn't have a radio station here. You have to take that into account too. And and everybody was on to the the gangster shit like Snoop and all that, and and they weren't that. That they, they were just like they were more pure side. It wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like a cube or like it had to be it wasn't as hard as most people wanted to hear back then like it wasn't no gunsling and mob deep shit either yeah it wasn't, it wasn't no gunplay it wasn't about drugs it was just like pure it was so it was too pure for a lot yeah. of yeah mm-hmm yeah that's real to the core old school like 84 I never die yeah that um what you said Johnny man sitting in the dark with just watching the uh, the EQ meter go, yes, that that's that's a that's a super underrated time, man. Absolutely, this is plus plus music obviously has a nostalgic impact. I remember uh, a lot of these albums from around the era, like what I was doing when I got the album. You know what I mean? Right. Like I remember the first time I got Elmatic, I was on vacation, so that like that's synonymous with it. And yeah. the first time I heard this, first time I got this tape, I was, I think there was a, a IUP uh, like college visit where we went and <laughs> I had stayed in IUP for a week, and I got this right, kind of right around there. And I just remember just like anytime I wasn't doing something with the whatever, I was just zoned out listening to this shit like nonstop. It yeah. Just, it's just they did have the equivalent of zone out type music like there's yeah. you could say even back for that that 90s era right there in the midst of all the Nas Wu-Tang and then Death Row and all that shit they were yeah. a vibe to quote yeah. the youngsters nowadays they were their oh. own vibe yep. then again, yeah then Philly was always their own little thing though Philly always had its own little unique type Philly of sound Philly still is its own little thing man yep still yep you could kind of say this was kind of Birthing like boom bap neo soul type shit. Yeah, you could say that. I'm, I, and I miss that. I miss uh, the tape error. Like you, you couldn't just you didn't want to skip through because you just wanted to listen. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. You know what I mean? Like you just you, you just wanted to get the whole listen. Plus, you knew if you started uh, fast forward and you was gonna chew them batteries up. Yeah, <laughs> I miss that yes. man. And you can't just get to the next song. So like you would. You would worry about overshooting it and had to keep your mind and like just play around with it. You you just let it rock. Yeah. See, all like right. my favorite my favorite thing to, when I knew an album was coming out, no matter what it was, when the album, my favorite thing to do was either ride my bike or walk to the mall to pick up the album and walk home so I can. By the time I get home, I heard the whole album, so I know yeah. which cut I wanted to you know hear over again. And it was even dope when I got an album that was that had no skip. Cause then I would just go back out and walk the city again. Yeah. See, I had a different situation with this. Like, I, you guys are talking about the, the Roots tape. At this time, my brother was a heavy burglar. 
So <laughs> it was stealing cars or if he walked by somebody's car and it just happened to be what I call a book of rhymes is a CD booklet. So oh, yeah. he had robbed a couple of cars and I had all these CD booklets. Believe it or not, that's how I discovered Compton's Most Wanted. Hmm. It was a CD booklet oh, and, and, and he must have stole it from some down south Which of West album? Coast cats. Um, music to Drive By, which was a bitch on it. Oh, yes, that's when I first discovered him Tough. with "This Is a Gang." MCA yeah. man, look, shit. Tough. Yeah, so I was discovering all this new type of music at that time. I was like, "Who the fuck is they?" You know what I mean? And then all, all for the money came out. Then I was like, "Oh, is is that dude?" You know what I mean? But your brother yeah. was the first Napster. Yes, yeah. he was. <laughs> Kidnapster. Shit. Yeah, he was, oh, he was napping all right. He was napping all right. Yeah, he was catching he was people napping. napping. He was catching people napping, I'll tell you. Shit, Blind man. Exactly. Yeah, I had West Coast family, and they would always put me on to West Coast cats out there. That's the first time I ever heard this. This joint. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. And this is when I was all like, oh, shit, they took the EPMD drums, but this was before EP, well, around the same time. Cause I make another hit The cycle Just don't quit And I'm Yeah and I'm yep. Shit Yup He had a good ear back then For the motherfucking snaps yeah, 90, man, 92 was all eight. And you know what? I'm even, even when the album started, the album started with the, uh, the Cool House Rock figure eight. Yep, yep. Piano, that, yep. man. I still want to sample that. Yep, and this is going to be my next T-shirt, fellas. That cover is my next T-shirt. That's a dope album cover, too. Absolutely. That is yeah. a dope album cover. <laughs> That's my next one. That was before I knew about Bloods and Crips, though. Yeah. Or to us I on the East Coast, that was just like Corn Julio to us. That was It was corny. Yeah. Because we had Tim Dog saying, Oh, y'all fighting over colors? Oh, that gang shit for dumb motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but then he opened, it, he opened that album with Death Wish 2, killing mm -hmm. Tim Dog. I was like, Oh, oh Aiden's yeah. the man. And then he had You Can Get the Duck Sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he had some shit. That's what I'm saying. But this mellowed out shit. I was like, oh, he's the man. This shit. Mm -hmm. Some cooled out. This sitting in the dark listening to this shit. This is just that's a um, that's a this song. Yeah. This song led jazz to Ronnie Jordan. Cause that's a Ronnie Jordan sample. It is. So you know more about that. Yeah, that led me to Ronnie Jordan. No shit. Now I gotta go. I gotta go research. And I still haven't researched Sky Zoo too, based on our last conversation. I'll get to it when I get he's to like it. He's like a though. jazz. He's like a jazz musician. Okay. See, this is before I knew about sampling too. I always thought that this was. <laughs> me and my brother still say that yeah. phrase. Ain't nothing popping. <laughs> this is just. Then, don't oh, think so. Oh, all right. This is another another quick trivia question. This is just a hip hop conversation. I was gonna say if y'all wanted to touch on the, the Texas thing, but that'll take a deep dive into some dark shit. But um, I already saw that. Wait, yeah. wait. Before we slip to that, Bruce, you never told us your three years. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right, son. You're right, son. Tell oh, him, uh, tell him, done. Don't be trying to get past your own question. My three years is tough because <laughs> it's it's the same thing as y'all. I'm, I'm gonna say. 94, because There is a Dark Side might be my favorite album of all time. I said Can't yep. Blow, because I love the Can't Blow album, because mm -hmm. the Can't Blow album, 
I said is my favorite because I can listen to that no matter who's around. But there is a dark side though. Like I, I can't even I can't even explain to you what that did to my psyche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like just the album was everything for me, man. And and it was because what the album at the time I couldn't get enough of what the album. Like yep, yep, my yep. tape pop, I got the CD, I had the vinyl on it, and Vicky on that. Shit. And then when when There's a Dark Side came out, like yeah, '94 was Illmatic. It was Nas. It was um, yeah. I might get killed by some people for this, but I'm telling you, '94 was also um, No Mercy by the Youngsters. Yeah, fire. Yep. Oh, you think I still don't play That's that? Phenom- phenomenal album. Cue yep. ball for '94 show with No Mercy. Yeah, yep. phenomenal album. Is that um, the one that had? Is that the one that had? Um, it's natural. Yes. No, 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 no. It's natural. Was uh '93. That was uh the aftermath. Are you? Sh- yeah. I got. I might have to check that. Let me see. Hold on. Y'all remember this? Yes. Well, Red Man. Oh my God! This I destroyed cities like the Blob. Yes. All right. What else? Say what? Um, I'm keeping 90, you on point. Oh shit, my bad. Yeah, I, I got redirected a lot. You're right. 94, 95, and 96, yo. Yeah, it's it's tough to. I mean, like I try to be more diverse, but it's because. Tough. Well, here's the thing. Because again, the infamous was super dope. Right. Like I couldn't get enough of it. But when Hell on Earth dropped, bro. Yeah. You couldn't tell me nothing about Mob Deep. Like I, I mm-hmm. almost my wife stopped me. I almost got the dragon tattooed on my body, yo. Like <laughs> I still want it. Matter of fact, you know what? I'm getting it. Who didn't want that? Who I'm didn't getting... want that? Who didn't want the Hennessy jersey? Which I have now, but yeah, <laughs> I got that shit. Do. I was prodigy for Halloween at, at one of them bar crawls and shit. And every time I walked in the spot, I had the bandana on, I had Tim's on. It was hurting like hell. Yeah, you but you do kind of look like prodigy. It was too, nah, yo. not at all. But uh, <laughs> there was all like, oh shit, prodigy in the building. I was like, hey, whatever. Yeah, let me see. No more hard times. Philly, 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 Grand Rapids, in the city. Remember that chick in DC thought we was brothers? Yeah, we was like twins. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay, all right, go ahead. Oh, that's why you this album because it had this on it. This shit. Yes, sir. Oh my god. Yes, sir. That album is still fire. Yes, it is. This joint is nuts. Was you up on this, Vinny, at all? Yeah. Okay. Because I always had a thing for... Yeah, I always had a thing. Not a thing, pause. But I always had... Always gave younger rappers that was in our age bracket. You know what I mean? I get always gave them a good listen. You know what I mean? I always yeah, I always yeah. tried to if I could. You know what I mean? Damn, this, is, this ain't the I've one never, that stayed away. Nine. Yeah, it is Shaheem the one. Shaheem was ill. Illegal to me blows every kid the- rapper out the water. I'm sorry. I, I always hated that he Yo, called illegal. Was I always hated that he called the album uh, "Last Key Child" and said "Last Key Kid." Oh, that A plus. A plus yeah. was ill, but something yeah, hurt, something hurt my feelings that I heard about him. He didn't write his verse for Beast for the East. That hurt my feelings. Oh, he gets the F. 
Yeah, because they was talking about it and um, they was asking Bink, they was asking Bink and they was asking Redman about it. And I heard it in two separate interviews and um, they were saying that cannabis wrote that rhyme for him at that time. So that was all cannabis. When you think about it, too, rocket shit, make the opposite team call a timeout, knocking niggas three times my size out. That was kind of cannabis when you think about it and shit. (laughs) This is the song I was telling you about, Bruce. This joint. With the Michael Jackson. Oh, stayed away. Yeah. Every time I post this, if I'm driving or something, and I tag Karan, he always likes the, the, the picture on Instagram. Yeah, bro. That shit's amazing. They said at this time yeah. too, when they were done with their uh record label uh record contract at this time, they're saying they were like this close to Dame Dash signing them. But yeah. I'm wondering if that was just them like talking shit or how accurate. Nah, was, yo, but. Dame Dash, Dame Dash wanted to sign <clears throat> everybody, yo. Well, Dame well, yeah, Dash, he's saying though in like the early days of Rockefeller that they was looking to sign them. That's how he but made it Dame, seem like. Dame Dash was the one who had the vision. Like, Jay, I don't think Jay's a good A&R, man. <laughs> like, Jay told, Jay told uh, Cassidy he couldn't, you know, he wasn't ready. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Jay passed up on a lot of people. Jay passed up on Kanye. It was, um, So he's like, Jordan, dope, but he's not a good talent scout. Yes. Yeah, there you go. That was a good way to uh, good way to word it, Vin. That was perfect. Yo, Vinny always be coming and you know punch you in the throat. No, with, with the ill vibes, man. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes. Oh, he plus does. yo, ninety six was the coming with uh, bus Buster Ron. We had that ill Watch vibes me. joint with. Watch me get it, down. I said ill vibe, and maybe I heard the beat. Watch me get down and watch me do my thing, baby. That was my shit. Damn, that was yo. Buster Rhymes albums used to stress me out, man. I hated those albums. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he kept telling you. Because 95, five years left. Yes. 96, yeah. four years left. I'm like, yo, man. There's only come- five years left. <laughs> and he did that like, that, like, Cardi B laugh before Cardi B. Yeah. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> There's 96. Yo, see, now you got me on it. You got my album in 99. There's only, like, eight weeks left. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yo, ninety ninety six was also assassination, yo. Yep. Yeah. Do y'all remember this song too? This was fuck. I wish I, I knew how to make beats, or at least knew what what went went into them and shit. This shit was banged. Do y'all remember this? Oh yeah, A plus Z. Oh my. Come on, man. You know how much this bangs on, in, a, in a Hyundai Sonata when you have 14s in the back and two 6x9s? You know how much this bangs in a Hyundai Sonata with a bullet hole on the one side? Shit. And you, know how much that, you know how much that bangs? You know how much that bangs when you got uh, bass boots on your CD player? Exactly. <laughs> that button? Yep. That EQ boost? Yes. Bass boost. They ain't do nothing. Yes, absolutely. They didn't do nothing. Yeah, you're right. Listen to that. Doom, doom, doom. Uh, say what? Bruce said it didn't really do nothing. I was like, yeah, it did. Where are those batteries fast? Oh, that's true, too. That's yeah. True too. You know what, for real? On, on a side note, I feel like 
of, of everything as a grown ass man who has a little bit of change in his pocket that I didn't have when I was a kid. One of the very special things about being an adult that I look at and smile as, 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 as a sample of, I even slightly kind of made it is that I always got batteries in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, as, as you a have kid with 16, 24 pack of double A and triple A. One of the biggest struggles as a kid was having batteries for your Game Boy, your your Game Gear, and your fucking, oh my goodness, your handheld electronics, and then your Walkman. I was always bugging my parents for batteries. You know, and I remember when we got yeah. uh, rechargeable batteries, it was like, Why oh, that was cool. when we got rechargeable batteries. I was so happy, yo. Why but that was do whatever other kid did and steal. <laughs> Vinny, all right. Let me tell you something, Vinny. Let me tell you something, Vinny, real quick. Um. Let's see, ninth and tenth grade, I was still good. Uh, when my brother got out of jail, yeah. Uh, and once I saw that at the wall, you know, the long ass pieces of plastic attached to the tape. When I found yeah. out that those didn't have alarms yeah. on them, and he would just go stick them in a big ass bubble coat because we had coats three times our size, um, I became a full time thief. Remember, I started selling singles in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, I, I had everything because I was stealing everything. I was a fucking full time thief back then. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Why do you think I have all those tapes in those Timberland boxes downstairs? All of that shit was ninety nine percent. My brother was a heavy burglar. I was a medium burglar. I'm gonna tell you exactly. I'm gonna tell you what right now, right now, because <laughs> you keep saying you keep saying criminal activity. I'm telling you right now, you were having a son. He gonna stress you out. <laughs> nah, it's all right. But yep. you know, because well, see, but yeah, but his father's gonna be in his life. You know, I'm not gonna wood, yeah. Uh and that's true. And his his you know, I mean his father isn't gonna Still be stress a, you a, out. a crackhead. Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna school him on nineties <laughs> music. You know you know what I mean? His mother's not a Jehovah's hey, Witness. Man, that was the his... biggest time to be a thief in the nineties music. Johnny oh, Johnny man. Jr. selling a vintage retro Yeezys at recess. Yes, that exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. It's just back then. I once I saw that, I just became a full klepto, and I didn't have money to buy shit. And then once I seen my brother was just stealing like literally everything, I'm like, "You're stealing books of rhymes out of CD people's cars." Like he just had no fear. And I guess being a drug addict kind of gives you that. Like, what are you gonna do to me? You throw me in jail? I've been in jail since I was 14. Okay, you know what I mean. So when you don't have yeah. any anything to like. Be no fear. He got to go get it. Yeah. So I just started ganking everything, and I just started amassing a collection of tapes, 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 tapes. Even when they started putting the little, the little strip magnet sometimes in them, that didn't mean jack mm. shit. We would go to the mall. We was dirt broke. We'd have enough to catch a bus out there and back. After we came from Riverside, Vinny. Yeah. Me. Let me see. Me and Hungry. Me and Hungry used to go out to the mall and steal as many fucking cassette tapes as we wanted to. Steal them all, go into the bathroom in the East Mall upstairs, break that shit off, keep the tape, throw that shit in the joint. Yo, the First of all, the employees used to gank there. I remember I was in the mall and I watched an employee put like eight cassettes uh, in those long, those long dawns that you were talking about mm-hmm. in another, another person's bag and then the dude left. But he, the employee put him in there. I had a big ass bear goose. I couldn't afford a. Uh, I couldn't afford no North Face or nothing. So we just had the South Pole or Bear Goose, Bear Pole. It was some <laughs> bullshit. It was like two X. <laughs> it was like two X. That shit was a trench coat mafia bubble coat, royal blue. 
I don't know if you remember that, Vinny, but I had that shit. I was so snug in that, and I was stealing so many joints. Just right in the arm, right in the arm, and out. It was the <laughs> wall upstairs, close to the middle, and then downstairs over to the far right by, by where uh, Merry-Go-Round was. It was another, It was I don't know if it was an FYE or something, but that one was a little more difficult, but not really. But I was ganking everything. And then singles were easy because they were just there by themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shit. It was They it was said, They used to watch you like a hawk when you were by the singles. Uh-oh. Yeah, I was yeah. iTunes oh. back then. Fuck y'all. I was iTunes. <laughs> Shit. Y'all here incriminating himself like Young Thug. Hey, man. The fucking the, the Statue of Limitations walling even in business. So <laughs> it's all good. You know what I mean? That's what, now we know why. Yeah, exactly. Look at that. Bruce got so scared he left. <laughs> Bruce is like, Bruce, that's, that's no accessory. I'm exactly. Out. He's like, I ain't being. Look at that. Bruce got so scared he left. <laughs> Yo, I don't know what happened, man. <laughs> your wife, out. your wife was hearing it, and he was like, "No, nah, they're talking too much nigger shit." All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh, shit. shit. <laughs> he, he stole himself out of the conversation. Exactly. Yo. <laughs> what are you playing? I saw uh, the controller in your hand. Hitman. You're playing what? Hitman. Ah, got Hitman. it. Hitman. Got it, got it. For the, for the five? You never played Hitman? Nope. Oh, I'm, I'm just now getting on Red Dead Redemption, man. It's Shamim. Shamim and Dai, they're way ahead of me on that shit. They're already in different seasons. They already had the village and everything. I'm still up in the mountains. I haven't gotten <laughs> off the mountains yet. So, damn. Yeah, I'm late. And then You're I still got in the cold. Yeah, and I still got that that um, shout out to Junior. I still got the PS5 sitting there, brand new in the box. I haven't opened it yet. I don't know what's wrong with me. No. Damn. Yeah, man. Well, you know, you got other stuff going on. Yeah, I just had to. I literally just painted the whole. The, the the man cave now that's gonna be the baby room so that's fully painted did this whole hallway did uh halfway up the steps you know what i mean i, I became a you know domesticated yeah, fully domesticated yeah, exactly exactly speaking of which yeah just help me with <laughs> help me with setting up my uh my garage uh my, my storage joint though because i bought two more racks today so whenever no you get doubt. a minute whenever you get a minute come through um, let's let's talk no about this though. Even though it's fresh, it's on on a serious note though. Let me turn this joint down. About what the fuck crazy shit? First, it was the thing in Buffalo, and the thing that still pisses me off about that is they're only charging him with one count of murder for shooting ten people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I didn't hear that. Yeah, they only charge him one count of of murder. But um, yeah. and then like around, I want to say about three hours ago. Let me see. It is ten thirty Eastern time right now. So this had to have been in the afternoon, like about what Central time. So there's probably a six six thirty. Yeah, six thirty, six thirty our time, which probably was like three thirty their time. But they said a Spanish cat. I ain't gonna say his name or nothing because he don't deserve that. That's what these motherfuckers be wanting. They be wanting shine. Fuck that. Some Spanish cat went killed his grandmother first. Then went to the elementary Damn. school and clapped up a teacher and about ten students. Then he barricaded himself in a room and they killed him. Wait, was it? It was it his school? Nah, it was a high school student. It was. A, it, was it was an elementary school, so he was killing little kids. Yeah. Damn. Do we know for sure he was, he was Spanish, man? Like, his last because his last name. Yes, we ain't even gonna say it. Fuck him. Shit. I see. I seen the picture. Yeah. He, he was. Yeah. And he was he was an old so he was a man. 
he was a he was a high school student. He was like eighteen. Yeah. Oh my God! Wow. What the hell did kids do to you, man? A handgun yep. and an um and I guess a automatic in Texas. In Texas, the gun. Let me tell you. State. I'm gonna tell you what the problem is. Everything. Well, one of the problems <laughs> is everybody's everybody thinks their emotions are that important. Everybody thinks when they're going through a, a bad time, shit, I even had to learn that recently. Like, you know what I mean? Things happen, but some of that you just got to let go. But everybody thinks their emotions are so important and they just get to react however they want. And it just, it just don't work like that, man. Because to them, any little... And nobody wants to talk. That's another thing, too. And they just be in their feelings way too much. And to them, something bad happens at high school or at school. To them, that's their whole world. Yeah. So then with yeah. social media, it gets hyped even more. It gets- Sometimes my sister tells my nephew, and he's, he's just five. And, like, if he's having a moment or whatever, she, she won't, like, be mad at him for, for like, while now. She'll be just like, you know, feel your feelings. And I'll be hating it sometimes because I'm like, nah, you got to control your feelings. Yeah, and yeah. and that's and that's you know that's what a lot of people feel like leads to toxic masculinity, where we just bury the shit. But sometimes the shit belongs buried, though. Deal with it on your own terms in a controlled environment, as opposed to being overly in tune with all of your emotions, and they're, they overflood, and you can't control them, mm-hmm. and then it makes you do wild, crazy things. Not necessarily even like killing people, but Call off work because you're sad, or mm-hmm. and lose your yeah. because you could because you need a fucking mental health day because you know you you don't, you your girlfriend broke up with you two months ago and you're not over it. Like go to work, like you it's like work through it. But that's the school you know come what I mean? from where do it. They're so don't matter, or that mm-hmm. you gotta figure out healthy ways to cope and deal with life. And I feel like a lot of times uh, we're in we're in a, a we're like on the opposite end of the spectrum as opposed to like not dealing with shit and just be tough and always be rah rah like now we're just everything you feel is more important than anything and it's now it's not um you know dealt with in a a healthy way just because it's being dealt like it's let it out but it's not but you're not aiming it yeah yeah. you're just letting it out and not aiming it then it's just reckless very much so. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. This one had a yeah, little episode too. last night. This hurt my feelings. I was like, yeah, um, I'm hate to be the one to break it to you, but uh, the real world isn't going to give a shit about your feelings. And that's the part yeah. that parents need yeah. to tell their kids. It's like, okay, so then what happens when you're at a job and they tell you to do something that you don't want to do? What, are you going to throw the same hissy fit? They're going to say, get the fuck yep. out. You're fired. And what? But they don't think that. They don't think that that's yeah. a possibility. These, right. these kids are fucking they, coddled. Yeah, and, and you can't you can't put these kids in an emotionally secure bubble for eighteen years and then say, "Go ahead, go out to the real world," because there's you know not everybody is going to subscribe to that same safe space that you were protected by. It don't it don't work like that. Yeah, and that's why I'm harsh with with. Name on a lot of shit, and she doesn't. She doesn't understand. I'm like, look, when you get older, the real world isn't gonna care. You think I don't care? Well, then use me and as an example of cool what the to, real world's gonna do to you. 
And it's cool to have your feelings and, you know, be in your feelings and all that. But you have to, you know, what what are you going to do with them now? Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the thing. Like, we can, we can have our feelings, but then what? What are you going to do to change it? Or are you just going to take it out on the rest of the world thinking that they should understand? Because a lot of people are not going to understand. Nor are they going yeah. to care. That's the key right there. They're not going to give a fuck. And yeah. they don't understand that. They think everybody's supposed to be all kumbaya and shit. And I'm like, that's not reality and shit. And that's what I think. I don't know. That's why sometimes I'll be like, damn, man, I should just change her address and put her in like Harrisburg School District just for like two marking periods so she could get that street smart in her. <laughs> you know? Nah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I just be thinking of doing that. That ain't no help. I don't know. Well, as timid as she is, it might, but I don't know. <laughs> Because trust me, I had to toughen up real quick coming from Boston, coming from a diverse crowd of like, you know, black, black was like maybe 25 percent. Spanish was like 40 percent. Cambodian was another 30. And then white people was the other. You know what I mean? It was more diverse over there to come in over here where it's 99 percent black and or like 90 percent black and 5 percent Spanish and then 5 percent other. I yeah. had to learn eighth grade middle school you know was what, prison too? teaching me. That was prison. Yeah. Schools with you know no what, teachers, classes with no walls. I mean, with no windows. <laughs> Yo, the boy houses. that just yeah. to get famous because these kids want to be, they want to be famous at all costs. They want to be, yeah. they want that attention. That's why I'm not saying his name. I know his name. I'm not saying it. Fuck him. Uh, yeah, I don't know it, but I don't want to know it either. Yeah. 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 The other one, too, though, the other one, though, that was very eerie. That looked like he was literally playing uh, Call of Duty, the other one. Yeah. And then he literally saw the white yeah. girl on the floor and he said, Oh, my bad. Sorry. And kept going. Yep. That's insanity. And he got taken out with no, with fully armed, and they talked him down. Yep. With yeah. All of the, with all well, the, we, we've gear. seen this. They showed up and said, "At a boy, champ, come on." Yeah, yeah. We and we've seen this in '94. Y'all said, remember throw, higher And then they said, "They said throw a token blackie in there. Throw throw a token blackie cop while they walking him out to make it seem like yeah, one of us is in there representation." Yep. Higher learning. Yeah, yes. man. Y'all remember higher learning, yep. bro? Yeah. Yeah. Remy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's. it's- and it's then scary, yeah, man. and then it was like yeah, it was, and I always remember that part too. It's funny you brought up high learning, the end part, the last part where it was like, man, Remy's dead, man. He was like, yeah, man, that means they won, man. He was like, no, you know what that is? That's white power. And they all of a sudden yeah. all just got super super happy because at the end he was right. They did win. They collapsed the whole entire biracial school in chaos and killed a whole bunch of black people in. Fear. Yep. Yep. That part I always think of that too. Or like when um when everybody gets away, I always think of that um when he's when certain criminals get away and you just be like, you know what that is? White power. White power. I'm gonna record that little skit and put it on here, watch. <laughs> yeah, I always yeah, think you know. of that too, man, when they just get away with shit. Or like even yep. even even George Bush, oh, Iraq has uh, weapons of mass destruction. You went over there and slaughtered a country. We lost, yes, we might have lost what? 
close to close to a quarter million soldiers. They lost millions, millions of women, children, daycares, colleges. Yeah, and then when you think when you think some of them soldiers like they had families. Yes. Yeah. And people here they had families. You know, the people over there had families. Yes. And all you all you did when we do stuff like that, when anybody does stuff like that, you know, um, even this Texas incident that happened, when we, you don't even know the potential demons that you may create when these type of things happen. Because mm-hmm. who's to say that one of these kids, you know, one of the kids that, that he killed today, what if their parents were on the fence about, you know, being racist or being a killer? Now you, you might potentially have another one on the loose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed, man. Indeed, man. This shit is fucking crazy. And then, you know, it's going to be like that meme that I put up the other day when it was just like uh, uh, gun violence, gun gun violence, uh, lobbyist uh, post Twitter. You know what? I'm going to look it up so I don't butcher it. I put it on. I put it on my story the other day, but it was basically just like a, a little cycle where at the end of the day, it's like nobody really it's like fake outrage and then it goes right back around oh yeah oh here it is it's yeah, right, we here. right back there go mass shooting media extravaganza thoughts and prayers social media gun debates no one actually does yep. anything back to normal right, nothing another mass shoot you know what i mean and this time it was in quick rotation too that was this what two weeks difference it's always funny yep. to say, uh now there's no point in doing anything to the gun laws because but yeah, like good luck expecting criminals to to follow the law. Yeah, that always bugs. That always bugs. Why me. have any laws at all? Why are you trying to reverse the abortion? Because why would they listen? Criminal, if they're criminals, they're not going to listen to that either. It's really yeah. funny that like if it's if, if it's pointless to make a law because a criminal won't follow it. Why do we have laws at all? Exactly. Yeah. Especially the laws that you don't have to obey because you wrote them. Mm. Word. Mm. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say nothing because I work there, but you know. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that shit. That just should be fucking nuts, man. It's just privilege and shit. I, I just wish, I just wish one day, like one of them criminals or attorneys would be like, how could you, how could you, uh, get him off or something? Like if, if like Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyer just came out and be like, you Black Lives Matter people just really don't understand white privilege, do you? I just one of them would just come out and just straight up say it. I just but wish they, they would just straight up say, say it. Doesn't they say it doesn't exist? Yeah, man. Whatever. Nah, a lot cold. of people say it doesn't exist. Bullshit. White people think white privilege just means that they're rich. That's the that's as far as they can see it. Yeah. All right. Shit. My bad. Yeah, I, I don't. Sorry. I don't even know what we can do about it, man. To be I, honest, we was I was talking about because America's America. We love and we love to brag about how many guns we have on and both sides. Free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh, go ahead. My bad. No, nah, no, nah, you're right. Like, yeah, America loves guns on on both sides of the spectrum, blue and red. Well, while we ranting and raving about gats, nigga, they made them gats. They got some shit that'll blow out our back from where they stay at. Yep. <laughs> That's a hundred percent. Shit, he said 100% that back in. True. He said that in, in AT Aliens. He said that in '95. That was '96. Yeah, 96. I forgot that was. Oh. Yo, um, that 13th floor, bro. That 13th floor got me through a lot. Shit, man. Hold on, which uh, uh, what album? What album? What, what album was that? The same one? That was eight. That, that was ATL. It was, that was the last aliens, song, right? It was. You're right. You're right. You're right. 
I'm going to tell you what. Nah, the one that did it for me was Growing Old. That did it for me. That's what I mean. That's, that's it. 13 oh, 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 that's old. what it was called. Oh, that was. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Talk about zoning out in a room listening to that shit or, or listening to Crumbling Earth on the first Outkast album. Yeah. I'm telling you. Bro, you know what? I remember being in school and, you know, the most we had to worry about was a fight breaking out or, you know, somebody mm-hmm. pulling mm-hmm. out the ox and swinging it and you might get caught. But but that was even a um, far, far right. We believed in fair ones or believed in the whole hill. Yeah. Me and Vinny have seen many a lunchroom and we like, oh, there they go. It's about to go off. You see, you'll see. What was his name? Damn. The one nigga that died. Mike Rice. Was it Mike Rice? The one that died. And then you see ruin them because he was with the Southside cast. And then you see, oh, oh, there it goes. It's about to go. And then we start seeing lunch trays fly. Me and Vinny just be like, oh, hey. You know, I'm going to tell you because I'm going to tell you what, man. My coworker brought his daughter in. And she's in second grade. Yeah. And she comes in and, you know, I just speak, you speak to the kids when you see them or whatever. I was like, how was your day? And she was like, it was really scary. Okay. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, I'm thinking she's going to say something like, you know what I mean? The lights went out or, you know, because I'm still, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she goes, we had our active shooter drill today. Yep. And I was like, damn. And, I was like, well, what would you what'd you have to do? And she's like, well, we had to, you know, we, we go through the whole drill. We had to get under our desk and the teacher barricades the door. And, you know, we got to find the exit and make sure we can get out a window if we can. And she's in second grade, you know. Yeah. Like, what, is, what does that do? Like, what does my, that do uh, to a psychiatric has, child? My nephew has to do those. He's five, yo. He's in kindergarten. That's crazy, yo. I mean, he I mean does, it's necessary, but... He, he but he doesn't quite understand it. Like he, he yeah. looked at it as we, like how we probably looked at like, like a fire drill. fire drill, where like you don't really think you're gonna catch on fire, but yeah, or the tornado drill. Remember those? Tornado, like you don't really think that's gonna happen, no, but by, by by seven, it, it probably will be terrifying. Yeah, because he'll know that it's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's not. It's not good. Like the the. We haven't even begun to see the repercussions. Yeah, That's yeah. it right there, yo. And it's perfect for this for this I moment. I know for what we're talking about. I know. So I'm a DJ guy. Def- no, I'm just playing. <laughs> yo, we haven't even begun to see the the full range of uh, the, the out, fact that the you're even out. preparing children for that. But this is the funny thing. That don't happen in regular in hood schools, though. It doesn't at all. And you know, none of them shooters would have the balls. Go up, go go to Compton, go to go to Old Block in Chicago, and start shooting up. See if you get off three. If you get three shots off, you lucky. Yo, and all these kids, all these kids posting their guns on social media, man. That's it, sad, bro. It'd be breaking my heart. Did you see the one today? It was the clip. The little kid was rapping, and he had he couldn't have been no older than fifth grade and it was a whole bunch of them with them long ass joints but a lot of them though they yeah. use them they use them um them the 3d joints clips. they use them 3d joints and they don't even be real guns they just look real they 3d guns but even that even that man that's dangerous. even that can get you yeah telling you man it's just getting crazier and then you're throwing all that shit in, then mixed in the hypersexuality, then mix in the, oh, I'm so stressed out, I just want to die, yeah. all that music. And it's like, so what are you really teaching your kids? I'm like, no wonder the dudes that created all this social media shit, they don't put their kids on it at all. And it's, it's too much, too, because, you know, um, 
like we were talking about the Walkman days and, and, and copying our favorite tapes or whatever. Yep. Back then, it was kind of, we did that in seclusion. You know what I mean? Like I had the music in my headphones because I was still fearful. If my mom found out I was listening to it, it could be a problem. But okay. nowadays, the kids are listening and doing the same things as the adults. Oh, my, they're doing worse. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm telling you, they are just. I'm telling you. I, I mean, to... just the fact that I think that, this, like, there's a couple of my kids who got better phones than I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it and it's just like, I get it. You know, it was your time. It's not my time. Like, my, my cycle ain't up. But back in the day, it was like, you didn't, we didn't, we weren't privy to all the things that are, you know, you had to wait till you was an adult to get some of this stuff. This is getting too dark. Like, man. we had to wait. We're getting too dark, and I got a teenage kid. <sighs> I had Bro, a long day today. But see, here's the, but see, here's the thing. One of the reasons this type of shit happens is because we say it's getting too dark, and we stop the conversations, or we don't have them at all. Well, because no. everybody's like, I ain't telling my business, and it's like sometimes no, you got to get that shit out. Yeah, I have him with a therapist. I just want to change the mood up a little bit, lighten the mood up. What did this do? To you? Uh, I'm with you, bro. Oh, this ain't it. Fuck. The wrong song. I thought I was gonna just. <laughs> I thought I was gonna be the man and just play that shit, but it wasn't the right one. God damn it! <laughs> For real. Damn it! This is the one. Mm. Oh yeah! Jesus Christ! This album don't have no skips either. This is almost a flawless album. But this. Yeah. Oh, let me ask. Let me tell you. Do y'all agree with me, Vinny? You there? Here. Oh, this is their p- to pimp a butterfly. Think about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. They went. They came with yeah. the street album that everybody liked, and they said, "You know what? We're gonna go way over there. We're gonna go yeah. way over there. I'm gonna start wearing this thing, this this mama uh, Andrew Mama joint on my head, and you're gonna stay rocking the throwbacks. We're gonna go there and talk about aliens." We should- we should have but, known who Andre okay, was going to be at that moment. But if Kermit came before this, say what? If Kermit I came before this, and no, it didn't. Nah. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. This is the second album. Kermit is ninety-eight. Yep. No, Kermit was after. Okay. Yep. This yeah. is the, that's what I mean. Uh, this is their to pimp a butterfly. Yeah, AT Aliens is was always my favorite, and I always felt like everybody always talked about Kermit. I'm like, nah, it's the aliens to me. Because they had the Ooh. balls to go. They said, we're going to go on the yes, other. Sir. You got to still on Earth. We are up here. And guess what? And it still hit. Their whole oh, video. Fire, yeah. Their whole video was the equivalent of what's the, what's the uh, Roddy Roddy Piper movie, They Live? Yeah. They had the eyes and <laughs> yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> the premise of the video and everything. That, I just love that they always had the balls to do that. This is. Yeah, I, ain't even, I, I didn't even put that together. That, that was They Live. It's a lot of. Um, uh, that's, that's a lot of Baduism too yeah yeah but think about the dungeon family it's the soul in their music like listen to this guitar and with a slight piano hint to it oh shit and it ends right there i want yeah, you on your you bought a, like that hold up he bought a badu um that thing must have a cape hanging out of it yo it's it, it's um <laughs> no that's a cult because bro you just change that do you change cry? that into an l that's a cult Okay. Yeah. If you hear this on a sunny day while driving, you will shed a tear. Oh yeah. 
Oh my god. Yo, you know what's creepy about this track, yo? Uh. What's creepy about this track is Cujo was was talking about I'm a moment like taking Jerry. everything from him. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, they taking everything here, take a foot, and he ended up losing the foot, bro. Oh, yep. Like, they cry ball like, business. Yeah, something here, That's take right. a foot. Wow. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think about that until just now. His verse was crazy, though. He was kind of, he was rhyming, but it's like, it was like kind of like hearing CL Smooth or like Camp Lope. Like, all right, I'm going to have to listen to your shit three times to get your slang and what the fuck you mean. Yeah. Moment like Jerry. What the fuck did that mean? I have no idea. Remember Soul Food when he was like, get the hairy legs. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, nah, I don't want those. I don't want those. Bro. But that's what I'm saying. I think, I think, and that's the translation thing too. Like, you have to be probably a real Southwest Atlanta dude to get every like all the slang that he was talking in that shit. You know what I mean? It's just like when right. West, it's just like when E40 talks to the Bay. That probably make perfect sense to them. But to us, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> E40, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You got. <laughs> That's what I'm saying to us. He's oh, let me, all right. Now we're talking about E40, real quick. Another example of a New Yorker getting with him for marketing to be good in the Bay. Fabulous in that E40 record. I didn't like that. I didn't either. God, I but didn't you can like tell. That. I, I was like, Fab, you know, you just did that to have street cred out there in 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 the Bay. <laughs> Or unless you genuinely understood E40, because if I ask any New Yorker to recite uh, uh, even a five bar E40 verse, what are they going to say? Sprinkle me, man. That's it. Or are they going to say down, down the steps, down the steps, like a double corporate complex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or what did he say? Uh, Jesus grow drips, but picking the growing. What did he say? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what that song that he got on the Looney second album, uh, highest in the industry. <laughs> E-40 got busy on that. Oh, he got busy. E-40 makes it happen. You've been violating my civil rights. Did y'all ever see um, Mink? Uh, he be with Big John and them. He does like E-40. Oh, you sent me he the video. You sent me a YouTube e clip. Yeah. Yes. He does a perfect E-40. Yeah. Said, and you don't even answer me about this about the defiant digital cancel court, yo. Them joints is funny, yo. I still got them. I didn't see they, that either. They funny, and I'm mad they that y'all didn't watch yo. that. Everything wrong with the Star Wars is because it points out. I did. I watched, talk about it. I I did. I, I watched I've never watched. Friends. I've never watched the uh, the lip sync for Star Wars either. I don't want to ruin it for me. Like uh, uh, football. <laughs> watch the football ones. The NFL Cause games because uh, Kyle Schumer, the Pete Holmes joint, uh, ruined. Uh, Batman uh, Dark Knight I mean, Rises I oh, can't watch yeah. it no more because it's too fucking funny yeah. oh shit yeah. oh shit <laughs> damn we went we did gotta go all over the place though but that's good though you know what I mean ain't nothing wrong with that yeah especially after a two week hiatus and shit like I was telling Vinny, yeah like I was trying to tell Vinny I was telling him I was gonna do an episode with just myself and call it me 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 but <laughs> But I ain't gonna do that because you know where I would go. I go some dark crevasses of my mind. Hey man, that shit. Why? Why? Where else can you do that? If you can't do it on your own platform, where else can you do it? True, Verdad, 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 Verdad. Got a point. Got a point. I'm all for that, man. Like I'm all for it. I find myself. I I just be running my mouth 
but I'm all for that. I'm all for the deep dives and the dark conversations yeah. and the stupid conversations. And, like, we don't have that enough. Let me, People don't have that. Yep. Let me ask you gentlemen a question, too. When it comes to, like, like you hear this beat, the soul, the guitar, and everything, and you could tell Rico Wade and um, what's my man? Yeah. Uh, Sleepy Brown Autumn was playing all these instruments and shit, right? That's yeah. the difference between East Coast traditional East Coast hip hop and where everybody else does. I think that's the yeah. difference and the East Coast snob and certain people won't let you get past that. Like where for example the East Coaster would hear this and they wouldn't even hear it as a beat. They'll be like, what part can I chop? Whereas them, yeah. they're just letting it vibe out. East Coast, we would think of a way to chop it, go I'm gonna tell you what, I would love You know what I mean? I would have loved to get a roots and outcast collaborate well roots and, and organized noise collaboration there'd mm. be a lot of instruments in that fucking building jesus you would need to it would have to be on like a symphony stage it would have to be remember remember they were supposed to do the soul Quarian? oh my god no do you know that you know that before <sighs> fife passed they were gonna do an outcast <laughs> an outcast uh, album you know that right you heard q-tip talk about that uh, yeah. No, I'm you, you no. Didn't hear that? And I'm, I wish you. I wish you didn't clip. tell me. I'm gonna send you guys the clip. I oh, it was either Q-Tip no. said it, either Q-Tip or Big Boy said it though that they were they were planning on doing a a, a Cast Tribe album. Tribe called Cast. Oh yes. my god. Yes. Jeez. Absolutely. You think you Tribe gonna tour again? Say this again. What up? You think Tribe's gonna tour again ever? No, I don't uh, think so. Jerobi's no. older. Q-Tip will go dope. I don't think so. Q-tip will go dolo, but nah. That was I never got to see list. them either. Me neither. I've never seen them live. Shit, me neither. We ain't eager to be illegal. Please leave me with the keys to your GP. <laughs> <laughs> I breathe I, ether in three lethal amounts. That's my Yo. Talk about going Yo. all over the place. I miss that nasal style, though. Me too. Me too. Really? What the, that Marshall, that delivery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when he was going for it. What did he say? Jumping out in the grand damn when a handstand. Damn, what the fuck was that rhyme? That was, damn. That's why I like Danny great. Brown so much. Yeah. Danny Brown remind me of that. Danny Brown is ill when he wants to be, boy. The right Alchemist beat. Danny Brown is a monster, yo. Mm. Yo, Alchemist is untouchable, yo. We he don't get enough credit, man. No, he does. He's the reason I make beats. You know that, right? He's, He's the reason I make beats. Oh yeah? No, he's the sole reason I make beats. Al the chemist. Yes. And then when Dula told me he knew him, I didn't believe him. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the one he didn't introduce me to. He introduced me to Buck Wild, but he didn't introduce me to Al. But Al wasn't there at like, D that day. I wasn't getting these feeling like we'll be talking. Yeah, yo, I'll be feeling like we'll be talking about some MCU thing and Dula just be like Oh, Robert Downey Jr. at the crib right now. Hold up, yo, Rob. <laughs> Word. Yo, yo, Rob. Yo, Bob, come over here and get the camera. Mm-hmm. But not enough news to last me to the end of the week. I live by the beat. You don't even know if he's that new line. That, yo, that line? Yeah. This is when everybody knew. Well, every, well, we knew. But this is when I was like, okay, this dude, Andre, from this Down South group is a problem. When he got the quotable... Oh. A full problem. That was like, okay, who is this dude? And he ain't even trying. It, it, he makes it seem so effortless. And then another one of the Dungeon Family that people keep sleeping on, CeeLo can rot. CeeLo yeah, drops yeah, 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 some yeah. shit. Yeah. 
you hear CeeLo on uh, Commons, uh, One Day It'll Make Sense. Uh, I think his song's called God, Gaining One's Definition. I could only mm. imagine the shit he was dropping on there. You ain't, you ain't hear his verse on it? Oh, you gotta, oh, you gotta hear his verse on there. That. Oh, man. There's a couple of, yeah. All right, let's do one of these last hip-hop nerdy questions. Like, I'm, hold on, hold on. Before you, before you ahead, leave that, I'm gonna just tell you the last thing he said. Okay. The last thing CeeLo said on his verse that he repeated twice, just to make sure you heard it, was, if you God, then save your own, don't mentally enslave your own. Wow. That was his, that was his last bar. Wow, I would have expected a common to say that bar, not him. Damn. No, yo, I'm telling you, the song God, CeeLo tore that shit down. He got a new song out now. It was, no, I think it's Eminem and featuring CeeLo for the Elvis movie that's coming out. Mm. Yeah, I just seen it. Vinny, you don't do trailers, I know. It was just a quick little trailer. You just see this dude hopping out. I think it's I think it's the dude that played Baby, uh, the driver, the deaf driver. I think it's him playing Elvis, but don't quote me. It looked like him. Oh yeah, yeah. But all white people look alike. So, um, but he was coming <laughs> out though, see? and it was and it was like an Elvis like guitar riff sample, and CeeLo was singing the hook, and Eminem was rhyming. So it's a new song. Yeah, I think M has a song, a new uh, Elvis yeah. track, which. Uh, poor decision from his PR team let him do by the yeah, way absolutely I know. which is yeah which it, they was already calling him the Elvis a rap so he just leaned into it uh, yeah it's, how did his team let him do that I don't know yo a lot of a lot of shit is happening lately that I'm like what were y'all thinking yeah, yeah. where's the token negro in the room yeah <laughs> but, but this is the thing though this is this is where I get you see what that is you know what that is when they don't have black people in the room when they do this that's white power yeah white power <laughs> Where was, where was Royce at, man? Oh, yeah. Where the fuck was Royce? Yeah. Can you finish? The, but he's not really with him like that. You know, Royce is stuck in Heaven Studios, walking around, wearing out that carpet, doing his Instagram. Well, he don't do it no more like that. But you know what I, I mean. I think, I think Royce is drinking again, man, or something. Nah. Something's just up because with he Royce, fa- Just because he ain't online that much. Nah. He's do, probably doing nah, self-reflection, just- man. And he should be, yeah. He probably is doing self reflection right now. Like but the past think about months, it though, man. running. But think about too where what he has though that fortress. Think about how much it is to run that and the maintenance of it, and think about the income you're generating because every single famous rapper knows you, you're that dude. So even all the upcoming youngsters, they paying for studio time there. So you're running a full blown oh, no business. So you know what I mean. Props to him for even doing that, but. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's he's on something though. I I I honestly don't, for real. When the hell does he see his family? That's that's a weird one. I think that that's would be tough, one. man. This I is, think that would be super tough. Yeah, this song's scary. This beat is scary. Like I'm looking behind me now, seeing so somebody jump out. This world has a bird. Yeah, cocaine powder. I know it's out. All right. Third. Yes, you know your bars too, right? Finish the Royce yes, bar for me on Bad Meets Evil. Come to your hold up, something, something, something. Murder you, and then then come over to the funeral to something. Your body yes. confirm. Ah, fuck, how does that line go? Come That's, to your funeral service, liable to strangle your body, body. to confirm it. Something like that. Uh, that whole bar right there. I said, yeah. He got him. He got M on that song. Yeah. He got him. I'm sorry. He did. With his gauze dipped in gluey glass. Yeah, blazing MCs at the same time, raising MCs. Somehow, MCs ain't that eyebrow raising to me. Yeah, from all angles of us. 
he got him on that one though i was like whoever the fuck he is is gonna go but he's not white with blonde hair and green eyes so it's you know but that lets you know the difference well well royce was drunk at the time like to hear him tell the story yeah dre's the one that got him drunk drunk. the first time yo tell me you heard royce talk about when he met wesley snipes yo did i send y'all that no nah (laughs) no oh you gotta you gotta share it now come on I gotta, I gotta the, pick um, a, a more lively instrumental. Cause find this, the the Royce the Five Nine and Lupe Fiasco. Um, Lupe and Royce show the podcast, and the episode is called Nino. I remember that, but I don't remember the exact <laughs> convo. Yo, yo, Royce is funny. Yo, he's a nut. Yeah. Royce is a nut. I think you get a little too sensitive when people pick on him, but other than that, he's a solid dude. I think he gets a little too. I would get. I would get tired of that too. Yeah, or I would get like, tired of that. Too. Yeah, now, but and I, I've said this probably on here before too, though. Like, if he had a conversation with Marshall, it was like, it was like, look, I'm gonna hold you down. Don't worry about doing this. I'm gonna do it. I'm wondering if Marshall ever got to the point where it's like, dude, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. But I'm sure he did. I have to defend. I'm my sure man. he did. Marshall don't give a fuck no but more. But here, here's what's yeah. funny though: if Marshall is such in the ivory tower, I'm sure he don't even hear most of the shit that's said about him, and, and yeah. he can't possibly care. Can't yeah. possibly care because he's the most polarized and hated. Like you can't, exactly. You can't have a hip hop conversation on any hip hop board without his name being like thrown out there for good or for bad. Because yeah. like you drop a Lil Wayne song on YouTube, and then the comments it will be like. He, uh, it's dope, but he's no Eminem. And then next time it'll be, I would rather listen to this over Eminem any other any day. It's like, That's yo, true. no one says shit about Eminem. Why are you either hating him or, or ridiculously standing him? It, it's, his name is thrown into every conversation, no matter what. If Eminem, that is that is very if, true. If Eminem paid attention to all that shit, he'd go fucking crazy. Exactly. Yeah. I be thinking certain things goes to his ear, but I think to keep him very sheltered, like they do, Little Wayne, like Little Wayne lives on his own little world. I think yeah, keep him got, like that too. Got to be in his own world. Like I think he keeps his ear to the streets because he's trying to like reach out and and be in touch with new artists to stay relevant and shit. But past yeah. that, I don't think so. Mm. Oh my god, that dude, was the perfect did you, album. Did, that did either of y'all see Idlewild? I saw it half of once. Yeah. Well, Idlewild, um, the DVD has an extra song with uh, 3,000, Three Stacks, and Paula Patton. I don't think it's her. I think it's Deborah Killings doing the, the vocal. It's called The Clock. Oh, my God. Zill? Zill? Did you notice, oh though, that God. Idlewild was basically like a lot of Love Below songs played out in video format? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I love it. Was the only one. Yeah. Because I love that church song, yo. That... That church joint. This was a perfect album. There was no skips on on the Love Below. No, I don't think there was skips on either one. Love Below is a masterpiece. I Absolutely. hate that. Love Below and Speaker yeah. I really hate that it's reduced to Hey Y'all. Yeah, I hate to, that too. To, well, to to I the to the that. whites, to the whites, it is. To us, it's not. No. Because uh, they has this shit. Like, come on, man. And and this this spawned Kid Cudi. Kanye West and for every what, other rhythm from what I understand that's Andre forward. what from what I understand that's Andre playing the guitar yes 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 he started doing his lessons because I guess he was supposed to play Jimi Hendrix in a biopic so he started going into that realm 
But then think about it. You're around Sleepy Brown and Rico Wade and all them playing all them instruments. You ain't going to learn none of that shit? Yeah. I mean, the nigga mastered the flute now. <laughs> she. Yeah. He played the flute at airports and shit. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. What a, a multi-millionaire. What a, a multi-millionaire what a who don't give a fuck. I, res- I respect him for that, man. I bet you... I like, bet we you out here Eminem. begging for money. We out here begging for the music, but I love it, man. I, I you, love that he's just doing his thing. Do you know how many probably multi-millionaire famous rappers that have way more money than him are like envious of probably him on the low like damn i wish i could just go out and just walk around no. like it's not 100 Eminem can't go he literally said it though i can't take a shit in the toilet without somebody standing by i would hate to have that much money where you can't go anywhere without 90 people around you that would be like see it ain't uh, even about the money it's about the fame like Eminem could is. go broke tomorrow and still wouldn't be able to go nowhere yeah exactly Eminem could have zero dollars the rest of his life and in 20 years from now he won't be able to go to the mall even looking like but Chuck Norris irony, right now with that same ass Kangol hat and he's still the, <laughs> the flip side is because he's Eminem I don't think he'll ever go broke right it's oh, almost yeah, that, that ain't happening it's hard to like he, 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 he really hard his star is so high to people I think that yeah. if he got out there and was like yo I'm down to my last 3,000 that his fans would literally make him a millionaire again Oh, yeah. look at what they did to Kylie. She was like, hey, I'm a couple hundred mil short of a Billy. That they started GoFunding me her shit. I said, really? I'm about to do, you know about that, to do that shit, too. <laughs> you know what that is? White power. White power. <laughs> you know what? That's the name of this episode. Fuck that. Yo, you you can do that for everything. <laughs> yeah, you just imagine like, yo, I'm a few, I'm a few hundred short of a rack. <laughs> I'm about to start doing that. Because <laughs> when you see them get over on shit, that's what it is. That's all yeah. that is. Shit. They they get on code. They stick together when they got to, boy. The same way black women stick together when they come down to taking another black man. But not a white one. But well, I that's another story. You know that's what? another story for another day, boy. I used to say that when people used to get mad that white people listen to hip-hop. I'm like, yo, they the one fuckers just showing up for the show. Mm-hmm. That's who's showing up for the show and buying the album. Yep. That that's the that's the part where people never fucking stop to consider when they bitch about hip hop. It's like you can't bitch if you only fucking bootlegging the shit and ripping the shit because right. funny talks and you think about it since since the fucking two thousands when you was, when it was easier to steal music, that is when music started to change because it went where people who were still buying the music was going. Yep. So that is why music went more to young teenage girls who were the people buying the most music. Yep. Yep. They had those rappers up on their wall. And then though, though, oh, here we go. Another, uh, I don't want to do it, but I will. What? Um, but then that's when everything changed too. Cause at first it was uh, like Dr. Dre and Snoop on their, on their word up magazine covers and everything. And Eminem came along, take down all the black ones and just put the white boy with the blue eyes and, blonde hair if any other because rapper would have came more, out with he was more relatable he again that's, that's the funny thing he's only he relatable, relatable skin tone wise not through the struggle that he went through they can't relate to that struggle the, but that's where the money was though the money was with the white chick the white His you, young white teenagers was white right yes. nah right it was, it was relatability too more more the average you know poor like teenager black or white to relate to domestic issues than gang issues 
So you mm. had somebody able to speak to um, America on a whole as opposed to people who was in, in crime life or drug dealing and shit like that. You had somebody making songs about wanting to kill their girlfriend. That every, every person can fucking relate to as opposed to just people who have no idea what Wait, fucking... She- he, yeah, but he got a lot of passes too, though, because he was white. Like, absolutely, name a, he'll be the first to admit it. He made oh. a song about. It. I was about to he say, made yeah. many songs about it. Name, made many songs about it. Name a black man who will get away with a song about slitting a black woman's throat, throwing her in the trunk, and going to the river and dumping her body out. Come on now, uh, and mean it seriously it, it, though, and 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 have it, it be can no, no, but have it get nominated for Grammys and get oh, that nah. much mainstream. Accolades, nah. that was the only thing. He got a special pass for a lot of that shit. You know what I mean? I like the slick no, move, big, though. Well, I like well, the slick he, he move that he did. Yeah, I don't know. Biggie did say, I like it, you know, with no hair in between. You know what I mean? And just <laughs> critically acclaimed. Huh, say, I that mean, again? Yeah. say that again? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Biggie did say he like it, you know, no hair in between. You know what I mean? And, and he's critically acclaimed, too. Yeah, but he had to die <laughs> to get critically acclaimed. <laughs> nah, he was. Yeah, yeah. You have to die to get critically acclaimed. Like, for example, like Biggie and Pac are like synonymous with each other because they both died at that time. If one would have lived and kept going, it wouldn't be as a monumentous, crazy thing. But that part, though, I'd say the media played. They got blood on their hands for that shit because they instigated, like, especially Vibe Magazine, they instigated that whole oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Because this is where the money was. It. Yeah, and to them, it was just. So cool, but care. when you playing with gang gang violence and shit out in, out west, they don't play that shit. And they, they don't care. Like I'm almost I wouldn't even doubt put it past a record company to go, oh shit, we only got one more album out of this artist and they don't want to resign. Let's just kill him when he drops the last album. Oh damn. I I, I don't put it past them, yo. Business is business, bro. <laughs> what we're we're where else have we seen that? We haven't seen that. We, we've seen that everywhere else. Why would it not be for the artists? And they wasn't even getting paid like that back then. We seen it with Sony and killing Michael. It, yeah. Word. Yeah, but that's that. I was glad you brought up Michael. Um, My, Michael amassed half the damn industry's masters. Yep, I'm glad you said and, that. And and they had no problem with it because they knew they they could stop it whenever they really wanted to. Until Michael spoke out against Sony, then all of a sudden, oh, he takes the wrong medication. Yeah, yep, yep. And and this is another thing too, though. Remember, uh, he took um, when Eminem made the song, and he well, he had the video, and he had Michael Jackson sitting there with yeah. a bunch of kids jumping behind him, and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eminem said, yeah, Eminem said, oh, I mean, Michael Jackson said, oh, okay, you dissing me, little motherfucker, I got you, yeah, and went yep. and bought his whole catalog. Yep, that shit's crazy. Have we all heard this remix? I love it. The DJ Premier remix of Writer's Block, of Writer's Cock, I mean Writer's Block. Pause. (laughs) 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 I'm telling you, Premier, man. Every time I'm going to get this song played out, I say, you already said it.
Did he perform this when we was there? Vin? I don't Yeah. Was he? Is this when he was sobering up or was he? No, nah, he was still drunk. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was still drunk. <laughs> yeah, I think he was still. I think he was still kind of <laughs> not because this is before uh, uh, street hop. Because that's when he just you know when he talked about doing the year and everything like that. So this, this was before that. Nah, writers blocked after that. Is it writers? Writers success is certain is after. Ooh, you yeah. might be right. Yeah, success is certain. I want to say was right after it. Literally right after it. Yeah. Ooh, you know yeah. what? You're right. I'll take that back. I'll take that back. So then he was street, really sober. Street Hop, man. I was living in Perry County when Street Hop dropped. I'm getting writer's <laughs> cock. Yeah. I'm just telling you the truth. I was killing them up there. I was like, fuck y'all. Y'all getting this right. Damn. You ever wonder that, that, that that's how America is, though? How you, how you got Harrisburg and they claim that it's so bad and hood and all that stuff. And then you have the most redneckest of the redneckest. Like, Perry County is what? 25 minutes away from the Berg? Give or take, if yeah, that. if that, yeah, and it's totally redneckish, and it's like, all right, we're killing each other over here on this little couple blocks radius, but your your true ops on a yeah. macro standpoint are right over there, and yeah, and let me tell you a funny situation that happened. You remember the Dragonfly days? I don't know, y'all, go ahead. What'd you say, man? My my fault. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. Yeah, no, nah, uh, it was the, it was the let out. So right, so we let now. It's two in the morning. Big old pickup truck comes riding by. Everybody's outside. You fucking niggers. Ran through the red light and everything just boosted down and probably just got on the Harvey Taylor and went up 81. Oh, yeah. I was so hoping that they would have. The crazy thing is they might not have been from Perry County. They might have been from here. Mechanicsburg. True. Mm -hmm. True that. Or they might have just been from the bird. Yo, yo, they everywhere, bro. Yeah. They are. And, And there's a. There's 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 a reason for that. Like there's there's a reason why it's localized and why people rob from their own neighborhoods and do all that shit in their own neighborhoods. Yeah, it's it, it's overlooked if it's here. You if you go over there and start that shit, then you actually get in trouble. Yep. That's yep. why that's why it's like a lot of. So I remember when um they tried to turn during the Black Lives Matter shit. They had that that dude that killed that that white kid and everyone figured it had to have been an accident because like you know better because if you Mm. you know you know that if Darnell kills Pookie yeah it's all part of the plan that's part of the plan and it's like all right, well shit if we get to it today if not you know we got other shit to do we got speeding tickets to worry about you know it's like it's whatever but if Darnell kills you know Brad, mm-hmm. yeah, Yo, or crazy you know, or you know, little Michelle or something like that's a whole another thing. So it's a whole different like there's you know what's acceptable, what's allowed. So oh, yep. it's not it's nobody mobbing over there to go you know fuck up the people who actually are you know enemies or hating you or who are likely to kill you know coming fucking shoot up your school. True, True. Johnny. I don't know if you've seen this. 
but since I've been over here, I think I've seen more cops patrolling here than I've ever seen when I lived in the city. I I kind of agree, but this is this is where it is because this is why this is happening around here though. Because where I live, my townhouses right down the block is all African Sudanese whole hijabs on. Really? That, that whole apartment complex right over there when you're coming my way, all South Africans right there. Ethiopian, Sudanese, Damn. all of them. You'll see them oh. walking walking eight deep, full I'll hijabs put, on. Um, we're having I didn't know that. Yeah, Vinny, we're he having, knows. Yeah, my sister lives right yeah. down the street from yeah, Johnny, she right? Does. She lives right up the street. And, and we were all we were over there in her pool. And there were some uh, black kids who were trying to get into the pool. And then the ice cream truck came by, and they were going over to the ice cream truck. And the people in the condo were mad that the kids always kept trying to come in and ask if they could come swim. And then they seen them go over to the ice cream truck, and they go, yeah, y'all don't have money for that either. They don't take WIC. Wow. Exactly. And that was when my sister first moved in. And she was like, oh, my God, yo. You can't run from wow. it. Wow. And I'm like, and like, that's, that's just. That's their comfort zone, though. They'll do it when they're comfortable within their own people. Yep. Oh, they'll do it when they're comfortable. But See, and I always wondered that. I always wondered that. Because, um, like, when we talk about Royce defending um, M, that's how I feel about Vinny. Like, whenever I'm talking to somebody, they be like, oh, you know, the white dude in crew. And they be talking about Vinny. Like, that should be pissing me off. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, he ain't white, first of all. Exactly. Like, don't do not do that. But Vinny could pass. So I'm sure people be, like, trying to say slick shit to fill him out first. Right. See where he at. Mm-hmm. I think we had that conversation before. And that's we why have. I told him I was mad at a certain somebody in school that did something disrespectful to Vinny. And, yeah, yeah. And, and then I told you now he's a piece of shit and he's all fucked up. So I remember that. Karma. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Well, you telling us about on the pod about that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's certain people. Um, And we went, yeah, we going all over the place. Fuck it. I'm going to keep going, too. <laughs> Tell me, very few people heard this because they took it down. And, of course, YouTube brought it back up. Y'all remember this? No, but we're not giving up. I'd like to come back again. Anytime. Just the let us sinisterness know. of you know, the best producer. The Lord works in a different way. Ways that we don't understand. Y'all never heard this? I don't know. Wait till you hear it. This is a remix. He gave it to everybody. And this is the best one out of all of them. I miss the old Kanye. Straight from the gold Kanye. Chop up the soul Kanye. Set on his goals Kanye. I hate the new Kanye. The bad mood Kanye. The always rude Kanye. Spazzing the news Kanye. I miss the sweet Kanye. Chop up the beast Kanye. I got a sinister piano. I'd like to meet Kanye. He let everybody do a remix. Static selected did a remix. Everybody did. I'm taking it. This is Primo, right? Of course. Listen to the scratches. I used to love Kanye. I even had the pink polo. I thought I was Kanye. What if Kanye made a song about Kanye? Call I Mr. Old Kanye. Man, I be so Kanye. That's all it was, Kanye. We still love Kanye. And I love you like Kanye loves Kanye. <laughs> Listen to that shit. Oh, that's all right. You hear the, the beat at the end where they let it go. All right. That's the master. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen to that shit. Like, in a minute and 27 seconds, and that shit's better than most people's whole shit. Um, <laughs> how pissed off were you? All right. All right. Our best years in hip hop were all like mid 90s for all of us. Okay. 
how many of us, this is going to be the last topic because we're on two hours, but um, how many of you were pissed off when producers, all our, all our greats, would have them little intro beats and you'd be so fucking mad that nobody would oh, have Oh, bro. <laughs> Pete Rock don't, has don't, a dozen plus. Don't get me started, yo. Oh, yo, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm glad Primo you, kind of made his mind up and he, he he did a couple of them, though, for some people. Look at look at Bruce. He about to let one go. Do y'all remember? <laughs> do y'all remember? I know you remember Capital Punishment. Mm. Do you oh, remember? You're about to go ahead. Go ahead. Do you remember in all the rain? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yo, that beat was so yep. dope. And then it stopped. Oh, fun fact remember? about that, though. There's a fun fact about that one, though. Um, that was a Dead Press song. It, there's a dead, and I need it. There's a Dead Press song, and they didn't know what to do with it, so they just left that little talking part in it, and that's it. But they, the song, the official song song never came out. Or... Right before, uh, hold up, before you get yours out, let me get one out real quick. Uh, right before Take a Person on the Gangstar album. And then, but he made up for it and did this. And and I'm pretty sure you, uh, Vinny remembers this. Well, yeah, yeah, Vinny was into, into this guy, but he gave it to this gentleman. Rest in peace to this gentleman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That. I'm glad that he did this. That's the heavy joint, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm so glad he actually made a beat to it. Because he just had the loop at first, and I was like, why didn't somebody rhyme over it? I was so pissed. Do you remember? This one's going to bring me to tears, bro. <laughs> Do you remember? It had to be P-Rock. Some of P-Rock's. No, 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 uh -oh. no, no. Uh oh. Do you remember Exhibit's first album? The little interlude. I never got I, into uh, Exhibit. You're going to kill me. I never got into Exhibit's first album. Bro. All I remember was Paparazzi. That's all oh, I really you are remember. Bugging. I am. Vinny, that was, was we ever into him? You like the list. How did you not like? How did you not listen to Exhibit's first album? I don't know. I like Next Level. <laughs> I liked. I like Damn. Do me a favor. I like all that. Exhibit. All right. Let me see. I was stealing so many tapes at that time. I was mainly East Coast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Had, I remember you even had the art project that was on the Al Alcoholics uh, logo. Damn, it's funny you remember that. It was the pain glass joint, and I did the Alcoholics logo of the dude throwing up on the shit. We had to cut it to pieces. Yo, yeah. it's funny you remember that, Vinny. That's crazy. That yeah. was our final project. I remember because we saw our art teacher because we would always fuck with uh, hip hop shit and she yep. hated it. Yep. Shout out to Miss Yo. <laughs> Find that interlude. I think it's called Five Don't Yo. Hate Me. Yep. Uh, let me see. Grand opening. That beat is crazy. Don't Hate Me. Boom. Here we go. And. Oh my God. He don't rhyme over that? No. No. <laughs> what a what? dickhead. What? Like this. The closest I got was uh my girl Billy Lauren. She used the beat for a song, but it's R and B. That's dope. You hear that beat? That is crazy. Yeah, why well, didn't yeah. This is where Jay Electronica comes in and he just <laughs> Yeah. 
Because we're going to take musical scores and me and me and Bruce have a good ear for musical scores like a motherfucker. I put you on to a couple of joints the other day. You was like, yeah. what the fuck Yo, is we that? need to do that. Yo, the three of us yeah. need to get together and just pick out scores that we like. Yo, because I, I need got to the feed records. off y'all. Because I know yeah. y'all got some good shit. I got the records. You know I got the records. But I got, there ain't nothing to go over there. Grab a, grab a, you know, a stack. And I gave you a stack. Yeah. I? Yeah, you got to Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, we need to do a brain trust. But I know Vinny, this is Vinny's busy season, so we gotta, we gotta, uh, you know. That's all right. We can this. table it. We can table it for the fall. We true can start that. brainstorming now. True that. True that. True that. But P Rock, because I'm done. I'm done with my part time. I'm done. Oh, okay. Now, June fourth. Okay. 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 This will be the first time in. I'm gonna have to try to make more time on at least Sundays in because Sundays is usually my. Like the best day of the week to try to get together during the day and do some shit. So yeah, yeah I'm with it. I'm with it. If y'all want to come over here, I can go over to y'all. I don't give a fuck. Shit, I'll bring the MK. Is, it's nothing. This will be the first time that I don't have two jobs in thirty years. Damn. Yeah, but this will be. But you have kids, <laughs> plural. So I that makes sense. My youngest is twelve, bro. It's time. Look, it's, it's gonna be. <laughs> It's gonna be fed for yourself. Stupid. Sundays, if that's what y'all want to do. Hey. I got a grandson. That's my guy. But hey, that's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. What was the other beat? Oh, there was so many. Oh, all right. I'm gonna play one more of that. Vinny, do you have any of those though? Where it was like an interlude, and you was like, "Why the hell didn't they?" I've been trying to remember the name of it, but I, there's one on a um, there's one on a Reggie joint at the end of I think there's a dark side that. Um, I can't remember the fucking name of it, and I can't uh, look it up. I can't play it without fucking up the audio. There's a dark side. Has one at the end, right? Uh, there's. I don't. I, I don't. I don't think. I so. don't know. Was Eric? Was Eric Sermon like? Did he do that a lot? Yeah. Yeah. He did. I don't. I don't yeah. There was one. There was oh. one. There was um. Because there was one with uh. Like this one. Oh, the beginning. Do y'all remember this? Oh, shit. This. And this is going out to all the real Compton niggas. Shit. Oh, my God. And you can't stop the motherfucking bum rush. How the fuck do you not rhyme over this? And do you know how pissed off you had to be to catch this on a CD player? You have to forward the whole damn song to catch this. DJ that's and that's what I say. This is what the beauty of hip hop. Because this type of shit, that's the difference between, like I said, East Coast chops, sample, boom bap. He had that last. This is like lounge, lounge shit. Eight hypes. So this is um like straight up yeah. minutes. Yeah, this is the We Come Strapped album. That was his, that was his magnum opus, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, but that was one of the main ones that pissed me off. I was like, oh fuck, did you not rhyme over that in the beginning of Straighten It Out? Those horns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh shit, I don't want to say that. I'm trying to think of what Vinny's thinking about because. Damn. <laughs> this is. Oh, I never heard nothing 
like this before. That doo 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 doo, that heavy ass bass line and shit. I never heard no shit like this before. I was like, what is the fuck is that? Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, him, he always had a good ear for beats for a West Coast. And it's bad that we even say it like that. The East Coast snobbing for a West Coast dude, he picked out some good East Yo, Coast M- beats. MCA had me have a fake uh, Compton career for a minute. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was all G and khakied out and oh yeah. word. Oh, you went there. I had no had no idea just how dangerous that was. Well, had no idea. And around here probably wasn't, but you know, over there, watch out. Well, I lived on the hill, and I'm calling people cuz. What up, cuz? I could only. But everybody imagine. knew me. I was a clown. Everybody knew me. Okay. Nobody took me serious, man. Shit. That now family uptown. Doctor Travis signs off. Oh Travis yeah, signs yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Right at the tail end. That. It's the beat It's on. That's the name of it, right? The name of the song is Doctor yeah. Travis signs off. Doctor Travis yep. signs off. And you could skip to like the last fifteen minutes in the beat switches after the outro. Oh, I miss Dr. Trevor's days, man. The Dr. Trevor's days, yeah. And then a- ASAP Rocky kind of bit it, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you bit yeah. it a bit more, doing your chopped and screwed at the beginning. That's really your tribute to Dr. <laughs> Trevor's. That's why you really was doing this shit, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Dr. Murphy, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, now I know what you're talking about. And then watch this transition. It's fucking insane. Right here. Yep. Eric Sermon is notorious for this shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That real quick. He was notorious for that. That's the remix. Mm. Vinny, you... Vinny, you know that's the uh, Rockefeller remix, right? Yes, that beat. That's, that beat is, yeah. Yep. Because I had the I forgot single. they used it for something else. I thought that was all they used it for. I forgot they did use it. They flipped it for the remix, didn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just yeah. remember thinking when I first heard it, I was like, yo, yeah, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I need that. And that, was, that and that was before we could look things up. Yes. You can't. It was, I was, it was just, all you could do is just read that fucking pamphlet 40 times. Yeah. I'm glad we oh. got out of that dark place. Thank God we got our dark place. Hip hop saves you and changes your mood up. Damn it, man! You gotta love it. And one more thing before we sign off, yes, man. Yes. I know we canceled R. Kelly, but I'm, I'm gonna speak, keep playing. Speaking I'm of songs, man, that that Gotham City remix, <laughs> fire. The Nas Street Dreams remix, fire. Your body's calling. I did not like that. Fire. I did not like that. Uh, the Jay Z, uh, "Son, Don't Let These Streets Get the Get the Best of You." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. One of Jay Z's hardest verses. It's called the Street. Yes, it's called the Street. One of Jay Z's hardest verses. Damn, I forgot about shit. that. I got to put that on my phone. Yes. When he said, "What did he say?" Say now he's locked he was, behind them iron poles. Yeah, I was about to say that same verse. He said, "What did he say?" Uh, we was cut from the same cloth, and what was under his clothes was his nephew's food. Yeah, my mother's clothes. No, his my nephew's food, and with that I squoze. With that yep. I froze. Now my life is frozen behind these iron poles, 
And this, yep. I, this story is told for young soldiers who never uh, choose the life we chose. I was like, when you yeah. want to be in pers- introspective, God damn it. He does it so easily. And he does it like, yeah. like that. I'm like, yo, that's why he is who he is. He's him. Yeah. To he has very, very few equals. And R. Kelly doesn't know how to haul tie people. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta leave it on that. This phone is on like three. It's about to drop. <laughs> oh man! It's, uh, I'm gonna leave with this uh, Jay Dilla instrumental, fellas. Thank Rest you for uh, Dilla, man. Yes, man. Yeah, I'm gonna need. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk after uh, tomorrow, though. I gotta find. Uh, there's a certain Slum Village record that I never heard again. That it's very choppy, and I never heard it again. I heard it in in Alfred DJ Alf Dog's basement one time, and I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is that?" And he said it was he said it was uh, Slum Village, but I never heard the song again. I got all Slum Village albums. Yeah, and I could I'll, I'll have to look it up, but. Yeah, thank you for rocking with me, fellas. We touched on a few things. I'm gonna I'm gonna give K Dot a couple more listens, you know what I mean? I already got like two or three standout songs, but I gotta listen to it in its full, like Vinny said, listen to it front to back, like in the way it was intended. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I need to do that again too. I've only had one good listen. Word. All right. And we could come up with all these quirky, nerdy things again, which is what I love. That's what this podcast is for. Shit. Absolutely, bro. Thanks for having me. Again. Yeah, yeah. Man. Good luck. Good luck coming out with a title for this one. <laughs> White power. Shit. <laughs> you know what that is? Mm. Oh my god! Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yeah, we leading off with that, yo. All right, then, fellas. All right, Thank y'all right, rocking with us. Yep. Oh man, this is amazing. Nah, I'm not going to call this white power. I'm going to call it white power. But, um, no, it's just certain things, though. You could tell that the game that's being played and the players that are in it and what's being allowed and what's being tolerated and what's not. And it's obvious. They're just and they're getting more and more blatant with it because they know all we're going to do is protest and stuff. And I've said this before on this podcast. If there was a group of people that you knew you could run up on, slap the shit out of and do whatever you want, evil, malicious, disgusting things to, and all they're going to do is come out in front of your place of business or your house and just with picket signs, not physically do anything to you, but they're just going to yell and protest and stuff. But you know, you have all the power and you control the media to spin it any way you want. Of course, you're going to keep doing the same thing over, over to them until they stand the fuck up and actually do something. Or find a, a clever way to hurt your pockets. But anyways, I'm not going to get on get on my uh, Tariq Nasheed Rizza Islam bag. But this has been another episode of Don't Overthink It Podcast. I'm your host, Dominican Johnny. Until the next time, peace.